course, going to remind everyone to go to HankStrange.com. That's, that's our .com for Hank Strange. So crazy. And, uh, you know, sign up for the email list. We've got lots of things there that you guys could, like, find out how to support us by merch. We've got links to Ballistic Ink, or you could just go to Ballistic Ink. That's where you get the Gun Nerd shirt. Hold on. Let me go here full, full frame. Boom, there it goes. The first Gun Nerd shirt. Nice. Um, you guys can get those. You can. Lola's got deals, all kinds of things that she throws up on there. So go to HankStrange.com. Best way to support us. Um, we've got all kinds of different links there that you guys will enjoy. Let's see. Um, I, th I believe that's it. Uh, let's see here. Let me get everyone up in the face here. I think, I think we're feeding through to the people. Oh, you know what? The show's brought to us by Walther Arms. Shout out to the Walther folks out there. Uh, we appreciate those guys sponsoring the show, doing all the things they do. We appreciate all of you being here. Smash the thumbs ups right now. Share this if you can. We've got Joe from 13C Gun Reviews joining us. Joe's in the house. Obviously, he's been here, so it hasn't. The last time you were here, we could actually handle guns, Joe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we could. It's been uh, it's been a couple months, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, last time we could, you know, well, theoretically we could, and but now, you know, they put the kibosh on that. Oh, that so. must have been at the end of last year, then. It Probably. was. I'm That's not sure if I've been time. on. Uh, if I've been on since I want to say yeah. December, maybe. Yeah, I remember early you got, December, mid December, something like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah something like that. I, yeah, I figured you were just really crazy busy. Um, but we, we got you here now. Yes. He's just trying back. to avoid you. you. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. I do my God, best to social him. distance. <laughs> social, trying yeah, to exactly. social distance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got That's Joe. That's why I'm not going into the comment section tonight. Oh, boy. Oh, it's I'm totally kidding. safe. I'll it's 100% safe. We bleached it. No, you might catch we Lysoled it down. <laughs> yeah, we put good sunshine up in there. It's all good. It's safe. Um, and, of course, <laughs> we've got Richard of BWE Firearms also joining us. What's up, Rich? Not much, just working away. All right, awesome. Shit and aggravation. Yeah, absolutely. I understand that. I understand that 100%. <laughs> you guys know the routine here. we got to do the jazz hands. Come on. Let's see the jazz hands. Let's, started. let's get it going. I hope you got your big girl panties on. This is actually a really special episode for any gun guy out there. Joe, you came back on the right episode. It's 556. 556. Oh, I didn't even realize that. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad I chose a 556 gun. We're, we're, okay. we're celebrating. And to celebrate that, I actually have uh, a round of 223, which is not 556, but I didn't have any actual 556 around here. So just pretend that this is a 556 round that you're looking at right now. Just use your imagination. Pretend that's what that is right there as we celebrate. Mm. <laughs> Everyone out there, smash yeah. the thumbs ups for you got you have to you have to represent and share episode five five six now. You know. Right. I'm trying to see if there's a five five six under my bench somewhere in this mess. Yeah. I don't see it. I usually do have I prefer wh what do you where do you guys come down? Are you do you prefer two two three or five five six? That should be the first first question right here. Uh, five five six all day. Five five six all day. Okay. Yeah, I'm 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 with Joe. What about you, Richard? Uh, me. I've always referred it as the two two three because that's what it is. And just because the military wants to be stupid and change the name, <laughs> let them. I like the five five six. I don't know. It just sounds bigger. 
Yeah, it just sounds it just sounds better. That sounds better. Yeah, absolutely. What is everyone's favorite five five six out there? Let's see. Let's. Uh, I'll ask. Uh, I'll ask Richard first. What's oh, your favorite five five six? Do you do you even have a five five six gun? Or two two three? I'll give you. I'll bend the rules. I'll bend the rules. Don't handle I anything. Think, I think I got most of an upper. Oh boy! Uh, two two three upper that I can slap on my M sixteen if I wanted. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is I've a weird. A I've got a bolt gun. Uh, two two three. Oh okay. All right, there you go. You need something five five six. Yeah, I'm just saying. Farmers don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you blow up a groundhog, they don't care if it's a five five six or a two two three. Oh okay, understood, understood. Joe, what's yours? What's your favorite? Um, I mean, I love ARs. I don't care how. I just love ARs. Mm-hmm. But um, if I had to pick a favorite that's just neat and fun, uh, it's probably the Tavor SAR. I mean, I like my X95, but the SAR mm-hmm. is just, there's mm-hmm. something cool about it. I just like it a lot. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Lola says, uh, so here, Lola's chiming in on something here. She said, mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. You said there's no stupid question, so I'll ask anyone else that's wondering what's the difference five five six and two two three. So uh, mm-hmm. you want to go for this one, Joe? Sure. Uh, so two two three is the common civilian caliber, theoretically five five six is the military designation. The 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 bird's eye sky in the view thing is. If you've got a barrel chambered in 5.56, you can shoot 223 or 5.56 in it without any issues. On the flip side, if you have a barrel chambered in 223, theoretically, since 5.56 can be loaded to hotter standards, and since there is a slight difference in the neck, uh, theoretically, you possibly run into issues. Um, th- there's volumes could be written and said about it. Uh, that's the bird's eye view. Otherwise, you're starting to get into technical stuff, and I would have to actually go back and look. But that's why I don't own a single 223 barrel. Every single one of mine are, are 5.56. Yeah, five, now, there's a lot of different twist rates, barrel lengths, all that stuff. But right. every barrel I own is 5.56, five, so I don't have to worry about it. Maybe maybe if I was getting a bolt gun and I was going to do some serious, serious long-range work. By serious long-range work, I'm talking about like trying to shoot gophers at 1,000 yards or something. Mm-hmm. Then maybe I would go 223 with a 223 chamber barrel and bolt and the whole nine yards. But mm-hmm. the the simplest thing I just tell people is don't even get hung up in it. Just get a 5.56 five, barrel and, yeah. and forget about 223. Then yeah. you do it. Yeah, yeah you could do 223 uh, wild. There's a bunch of different ones. Go mm-hmm. ahead, go ahead, uh, Richard. Um, mm-hmm. The only ammo I ever heard about that was a problem was some, you know, from Europe somewhere. Mm-hmm. And their bullets, the ogive on the bullets was a little further out. And they would just not chamber in a two two three. Everything else... You know, all the Lake City ammo and stuff, it doesn't oh, care. Yeah. So I pulled up I pulled up here the Wikipedia thing because, you know, why not? Go to Wikipedia, see what it says. It says the 5.56 by 45 millimeter NATO, official NATO nomenclature, is a rimless bottlenecked intermediate cartridge family developed in the late 1970s in Belgium by F.N. Herstal. 
Um, it consists of the SS-109, SS-110, SS-111 cartridges. Um, and on October 28th, uh, let's see, 1980, under Stanag 4172, was standardized as the second standard service rifle cartridge for NATO forces, as well as many non-NATO countries. Um, so the 556 by 45 NATO cartridge family was derived from, but is not identical to the 223 Remington cartridge designed by Remington Arms in the early 1960s. So you know, and then you could you could flip through this on uh, Wikipedia and look at all these things, look at it versus like 308, etc. Here, if you want to know. So what I'm going to take from that is just more. It's like more. It's the st standard thing, so that around the world, the militaries could go okay. We're using 556. Five, Everyone has different guns, but they could use the same ammo, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, I just thought mm -hmm. the the old uh, commercial guns that were made in 223 in the 60s, mm -hmm. some of them have really short throats because mm -hmm. they were made for the lightweight bullets. And yeah. even like the 62 grain bullets mm -hmm. won't chamber in those guns. Yeah. Even the 223s. Right. Depending on who you are, nobody likes a short throat. No? Anybody? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. I thought we weren't going there today. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Don't, don't I start. You a, wanted a deep throat. Don't start a rebellion already. Don't start a rebellion. <laughs> so there you go. You know what? I'm trying to think. What's my favorite five five six? Um, I think we'll probably talk about it a little bit later. I like I like bullpups, and I've got several bullpups in five five six. But I really like my Daewoo Max. Really like that. You know, that's five five six. It's kind of like. Oh, that's right. I forgot you had one of those. those yeah. Pretty neat. Yeah. You yeah. know. I'm wondering if if it'd be a toss-up between a nice bolt gun and uh, HK twenty twenty is it the twenty one E? It's the HKE, which can be two two three or three oh eight belt fed. Oh, oh, okay, cool. Do you do you have um, any HK guns? Uh, I've had a bunch for about a year now but they're not mine whenever my oh. customer <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay it's he yours got a mp5 <laughs> a, mm -hmm. hk 33 93 and the hke oh okay with all the conversions oh cool okay so it, this was like a multi-caliber uh deal HKE, yeah. I don't really know that much about it. I'm going to have to look into that. HKE is that it's the newer version of the HK21, mm -hmm. and you can convert it from 308 to 223. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. Which is kind of neat. You just pull the barrel out, pull the feed trays out, and mm -hmm. slap the other caliber in, and you're off and running. Okay, okay. Kathleen Music Lover says, my favorite 556 is none. Shame on you, Kathleen. Ouch. Shame on you. Yeah, that hurts. And DCG44 says... all after my own heart. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> um, and DCG44 says even my bolt gun is 5.56. Five, so there you go. There you go. Um, but, you know, that's cool. We had to spend a little bit of time here celebrating the 5.56 because, you know, I mean, that's where we're at right now. 5.56? Five, five, 
Yeah, I guess we had to celebrate, you know, um, 223. We did that. I'm pretty sure when we hit 223, we had something to say about it. <laughs> you know, all those things that are gun-related, like 357. <laughs> you know, at some point, we'll get to 762. I bet you more people will be happy about that one. What do you guys think? Think more people will be happy on episode 762? Did you do 500 no. Nitro Express? <laughs> no. No. No, I don't even know. I don't know anything about that either. <laughs> so that's just a big whopping cartridge. Yeah, yeah. So all right. So let's see. We've had Richard here. He's Richard's uh, always coming in here. We haven't seen Joe in a while. Joe, can you catch us up? What have you been up to, man? I know the last time you were here, you like lost your 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 regular day job and stuff like that. You were going full time doing the gun thing. You know what's been going on lately? Um. So you know, I've been been trying all different odds and ends things. I've been, um, yeah, I, I, I did lose my, uh, my, my full-time gig. I've been working and getting some other things lined up and doing some other stuff, which, which was, which was working out prior to the whole, uh, COVID-19 you know, Rona disaster. Right. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately due to that, um, that's put a, you know, on my non-essential self, I, mm-hmm. uh, that's once again, put a hit on the, uh, on the day job aspect, you know, I haven't done anything in several weeks, uh, which is unfortunate, but, um, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, got a ton, ton more videos coming out in the pipeline. So, uh, we just dropped a new one today here. I've got the, uh, Liberty sovereign right there on the end of that Zion uh, nice. 15. Yes. So, uh, the sovereign video dropped today. Uh, the Zion 15 video is probably going to be another three or four weeks out. I still, uh, done some preliminary accuracy testing on it, which uh, is looking pretty, really well. Um, got some other stuff, uh, cooking as well. We've got everything from holsters to, uh, accessories, you name it. So mm-hmm. got a lot of that coming out, which is good. So our content's going to go back up here mm-hmm. now that I've been stuck here for a while, but, yeah. um, that's yeah. kind of it right now yeah has it been more active for you on the on the content side with everything going on or more difficult for you to get out there do, i mean you know you're out you've got a big piece of property there right mm-hmm. yeah so so general getting getting out isn't hard because you know it's only like you know a couple hundred yards behind me where mm-hmm. i do my stuff here on the property so it's not that uh Mm-hmm. It's it's not getting out this problem. This you know kind of this time of year, a lot of the things that happen is you know a lot of things aren't conducive to filming uh, filming conditions. So like for this last video that dropped, I buried myself kind of inside of the tree line a little bit, and I've got tree branches hitting me in the back of the head as I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. t- talking about the silencer, <laughs> uh, just so the audio quality is is decent. So um, mm-hmm. you know this time of year can be can be rough with that just filming. You know, we're you know, one of the benefits to being out in the middle of nowhere is, you know, you're kind of out in the middle of nowhere. The other part is since it's almost all, I'm surrounded mostly by farmland. When the winds come through here, it's just insane. Today was another insane wind day. They actually, uh, on the Northern part of my County, um, which is not far from me, uh, probably about 15 miles, the, uh, uh, you know, Lake Michigan, the uh, shoreline, uh, the erosion for the shoreline, I guess I should say, took out a huge uh, parking lot and is eaten into part of a road uh, mm-hmm. up there as well. It's just the winds have been winds been brutal this year. Uh, winter wasn't insanely cold, but the winds just it, they've just been brutal all year. So I'm not sure what's what's up with that. Okay. Yeah, and they get they get going really good coming across the lake at you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you yeah. guys don't yeah. get uh, yeah. tornadoes out there, do you? 
Not where I'm at, not really. Uh, yeah. We do have a tornado warning system. They test it every month. Um, you know, and tornadoes do come through here. Last year we had uh, uh, a tornado that did not touch down but was visible from the house. That was pretty trippy. Um, I've never seen mm. one that big and that far up close. It didn't touch down, but it was okay. relatively close. Hmm. Um, but for the most part, no on tornadoes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, the content's coming out there. You said you've got some stuff from mm-hmm. Liberty Suppressors. Um, how was that? Uh, how was that can? Uh, I like it. It's a lightweight can. It's 12 and a half, 12.7, actually 12.7 ounces, uh, fairly light, but a little over seven inches long. Um, titanium, I'm guessing, uh, titanium, aluminum and stainless steel mixture, you know, so, uh, mm. uh, uh, you know, depending on the core baffles, I don't remember exactly mm. how it shakes out, but, uh, I think mm. the cap and the ba- blast baffle are stainless. The, uh, tube is titanium and, you know, mixture inside there for the, uh, for the baffles. Um, overall it's a good can. I, 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 I enjoyed working with it. I've, uh, messed around with it. Um, I did some different work, uh, with some 308, some accuracy work with it and stuff. Um, good, good repeatability. Um, as far as once you've got it zeroed in there, taking the can all on and off of the, uh, you know, de- dedicated, uh, muzzle brake on it. So, uh, overall I'm pretty pleased with it. Okay, cool. Awesome. We've got, uh, we've got Dave from Liberty Suppressors comes on the show from time to time. You know, I think they I think I was stuff. on with him probably a year or two ago. But, um, and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we had a good talk. Yeah, yeah. maybe about yeah. two years ago, something like that, roughly. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, let's see. I see here in the chat, Chris Bullis is asking, "What's a good length for a three hundred blackout pistol?" Anyone ten and a half. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. Is that yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Well, it, I. It is that the shortest you want to go? Okay. Okay. You know, I use pistol powders and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, so they burn real fast. They're burned up in six inches or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, so, uh, but I generally go 10 and a half on any subsonic I build is between 10 and a half and 12 and a half. Okay. All right. How about you, Joe? Where are you, uh, where do you I, come in there? I, agree I, with that? I think, I think 10 and a half is probably optimal. Um, uh, the 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 main consideration I would say for people who really want to go shorter is um, you know if you're planning on using it with a suppressor, make sure um, that whatever barrel length you're going to choose is going to go with either whatever suppressors you have on hand or whatever you're going to bring in. Once you start, uh, especially supersonic, when you get below the ten and a half inch uh, mark, uh, you're going to have a lot of restrictions for three hundred blackout uh, for a lot of different silencers. Depending, mm-hmm. especially if you're going with some of your smaller, you know, cans that'll do double duty. Um, you know, you, you, you'll want to take that into effect. So I definitely wouldn't do anything less than seven and a half. Um, eight and a half isn't bad. I'm trying to think the, um, that, uh, uh, the, my, 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 my shorter pistol build, I believe it's an eight and a half Hanson barrel and, uh, insanely accurate, uh, does very well, suppresses, uh, well also. Yeah. Almost 99% sure it's an eight and a half, mm-hmm. uh, really, really nice build does extremely well for what it is. Uh, but for me, you know, and, and, and it's going to depend for everybody, you know, for me, my only purpose for 300 blackout is shooting subsonic. Okay. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I may occasionally put supersonic through it, but if I'm shooting supersonic, I'm shooting seven, six, two by three, nine, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, hands down. So, mm-hmm. 
it's different for everybody. Um, I don't hunt with 300 blackout. I know some people like to hunt with 300 blackout, um, especially with, sh- with 300 blackout subsonic period, you get an insane amount of drop when you, uh, you know, once you start getting a distance, regardless of barrel length, you get an insane amount of drop. And that's one of the main reasons why I don't hunt with it. Because the difference when you're talking about even with a 10 and a half inch barrel, if you're trying to shoot a coyote in low light, which is generally most of my shooting is predator hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, are you shooting, is, is, is that coyote a hundred yards out? Is it 125 yards out? And that's the difference of three or four inches. And on oh, a coyote yeah. that, and on a coyote, that four inches is the difference between, you know, blowing out the very bottom of its chest versus a humane kill. And, you know, and if you really miscalculated it, you know, 135, you completely miss. Mm-hmm. So, um, I just I I have neither the time nor inclination uh, when I'm out in the field uh, to uh, to mess around with 300 blackout. And for those people who do and they do well with it and stuff like that, you know, you've got your BDC reticles and everything dialed in for whatever weight you've got and everything. More power to you. But at the same time, I just I that's not my thing. I, I want to make sure I get good. I want to make sure that at my level, I'm getting good, clean, humane kills every time. And for me, that's it's not going to be 300 blackout. Oh, okay. So 300 blackout is what, like a, a house defense gun or what would you, what, what's the purpose of that to you? For play for toy. Me, I, I, play toy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a play toy. Yeah, shooting suppressed. Um, <laughs> yeah. Play toy shooting suppressed. I mean, okay. they're a blast to shoot suppressed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if I'm going to take a rifle in the house, uh, you know, I, it, it, it's, it's going to be five, five, six. Um, you know, all, all day long. Uh, you know, my, my, my home defense guns are suppressed by five sixes. You know, be it the Tavor um, or uh, you know Galil Ace, uh, whatever the case may be. I, if I'm running, if I'm running that kind of gun, I want that kind of thing. Now, now that's not to say that I don't also have, uh, you know, I've got that uh, quarter circle ten nine millimeter build that's suppressed um, that I have no problem using for home defense that I would love. But at the same time, be it. Uh, you know, if you're running 300 blackout, you're basically running nine millimeter, a hot nine millimeter at that point. Mm-hmm. Not to say there's not going to be a little bit of better chance of penetrating soft armor. But again, if you're looking at home defense, I would always assume intruders are going to be wearing body armor at this Shoot point. Shoot them in the face. You know, in the state of thing. Either that or, you know, run a rifle caliber so you can drop a couple of high powered supersonic rounds into them. And if that doesn't work, then, you know, the face is always the uh, preferred secondary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Joe, how, <laughs> Go ahead. How far have you, Joe? How far have you shot subsonic? Um, I've messed or, I've I've messed around shooting subsonic out to uh, I think the farthest I've gone is three hundred yards. Um, oh, now, now that's target shooting. That's target. Yeah. Shooting. Right. Right. And um, that's what yeah. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. gotta push um, it out uh, five or six hundred yards. It is an absolute hoot. You know, you, you I'm, take the I'm, shot. I'm, try, I'm trying right to think down. of the, the howitzer elevation you would you, you would need at that point. At at 500 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's your holdover? At a thousand feet per second. The subsonic is kind of funky. It's got nothing to do with the bullet weight. It's all velocity where you figure out your drop, or that's the biggest variable. Uh, the holdover is 23 feet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we went out uh, with okay. the 50 thumper, which is subsonic that I that I built years ago. Went out with some SOCOM snipers and some uh, British SAS snipers, and I said, "Okay, out at 500 yards at that this range, 
See on the top of the berm, there's that tree. Yeah. Go up about halfway up the tree. There's a dead branch going out. Yeah. Aim at that. (laughs) (laughs) Put the horizon crosshairs on that. Mm. And they're like, what are you, freaking nuts? I'm like, just trust me. Do it. Mm-hmm. First one pulls off the shot. Looks, he's like, I missed. Ding. <laughs> he, you know, he thought he missed it because it. He was used to supersonic, mm-hmm. and it takes so long for that round to get out there. So I shoot it, put the rifle down, have a cup of coffee, sit there for another minute, and then it hits. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. <laughs> uh, so, so we've got a five five six question. We have to answer any and all five five six questions tonight, right? Yeah. Opinion. Razor JB. Just, talking- just by the nature of it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, uh, oh yeah, I actually missed that one right above it. So yeah, let, we start with that one. Uh, does so? Are, are you saying three hundred blackout doesn't penetrate like five five six? So. 300 blackout when it's supersonic has virtually identical uh, ballistics to 762 by 39. I mean, th- there's a little differences, but they're very, very close. It's supersonic. All right. So, so, it, so if you're curious there, you can, you know, compare 762 by 39, which there's a ton of data out there on and 556. Uh, that'll be a apples to apples, you know, type of comparison with 300 blackout supersonic. And when you get down to the subsonic, um, it's subsonic, they're all game. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a whole different ball game. You know, it, it it's it's like, uh, you know, it's it, it's just completely different. The only thing three hundred blackout it's subsonic has going for it over nine millimeter uh, is the fact that it is a pointed round versus something that's much more blunt. Uh, you know, much more rounded versus pointed. So that will affect how it penetrates soft body armor, for example. But um, no, no, there's there's going to be no comparison and penetration between three hundred blackout subsonic and five five six uh, supersonic. Uh, there's another one down here, at least uh, unless you want to expand on that, uh, no. Richard. Uh, no, yeah. no, yeah, you got it. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, the next one is: uh, Do you recommend a bipod for 5.56 AR for coyote hunting? Um, be it 5.56, I'll shoot with 7.62, either 3.9 or 5.1, uh, depending. You know, when I test out different hunting rounds and stuff. Um, I generally speaking, I do use a bipod uh, for the most part. Um, I like to prone. I like to prone out uh, in kind of elevated position on my berm when I do some stuff here on the property, um, which gives me a slightly downward angle into uh, the field uh, that I shoot in. So for me, using a bipod is completely natural and works out very well. Um, coyotes are small animals, uh, you know, relatively speaking. If you're going to be engaging them at any real distance, so you know, to get good clean hits on them, having that extra stability makes it really, uh, really preferred to have something more stable to shoot off of. At the same time, you're going to want a bipod that allows you to traverse uh, sideways because generally speaking, uh, when the coyotes present themselves, at least in my experience over the years, they're, they're, they're constantly moving. There's not a lot of time that I ever see a coyote standing still, especially once it gets out into the open. So when I call a coyote in, for example, um, you know, unless I catch it, you know, gazing, you know, at whatever distractor I have from one of the tree lines, uh, which generally speaking would be a, a longer shot that I'm probably not going to take depending on, you know, what kind of time I have. Um, you know, there, I spot them as they're running across the field, heading to that distractor. And, uh, at that point you want a bipod that'll traverse. If you're locked into place, trying to shift is going to make it much harder. And of course, obviously the further out you are, the less you have to traverse, et cetera, et cetera. So I would say, 
uh, yeah, with the right bipod, absolutely. Or monopod. Um, I've done, I've gone out before and I've just hunted off of, uh, using the magwell as a monopod and that works extremely well too. Um, okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, shout out to, to Walter from safety Harbor. I see him out there. I know he was asking about a 410 barrel. He, he, I think earlier he was asking who has a 410 barrel. Uh, I guess he's got a 410 project. Um, Razor JB yeah. says, sorry, I disagree. So Razor, Razor JB disagrees with you. Um, give us give us your thoughts on that, Razor. Uh, I'll be interested in hearing yeah, yeah, let us know. what uh, your thoughts are on it. Uh, let's see who else. I know we had some people who were also in Indiana. They said they had a bunch of trees and stuff like that down. Uh, that was way back, though. Um, shout out to Tyvin. I see Tyvin's show out there as well. Um, if I you know. guys have other um, questions here, let us know. We'll definitely get into that. Um, while we're waiting, while we're waiting for all of that to come back in, how has uh, obviously we haven't seen you this whole time? This whole mm-hmm. uh, coronavirus uh, apocalypse has been upon us. Um, how is Indiana mm-hmm. faring? How are you faring with all of this and the family? Uh, personally, the family's doing, doing very well. Um, so, you know, you know, no issues, uh, no issues with us, you know, be it, uh, our family or, or extended family. Um, as far as the state wise, uh, we're not having a ton of cases here in the state compared to other places. Um, you know, uh, our governor has, uh, been pretty much towing the line as far as lockdowns and things like that. Our, our, uh, current shelter in place order is set to expire tomorrow. So, um, there's an indication has been given that they're going to, uh, possibly let it lapse and then have strong suggestions that, uh, <laughs> you know, businesses open up at their own, on their own accord. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm trying to, the, the, the information that's been given has been kind of bare or vague on what exactly, I think they're waiting to the last minute to decide, I guess, maybe hoping for better guidance from the federal level, as mm-hmm. opposed to actually taking a stand on their own. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and, and that's kind of the sad part. We've seen, seen the same thing in counties, uh, around the state, as far as they're towing unquestionably the, the federal line and then the state line and the state's towing that federal line. And, and it, it, it it's sad that, um, you know, we, we can't, whatever the initial reaction, whatever the initial thought was as to how bad this was, because, you know, part of this, the, the COVID-19 was that there was a jump there from animals to humans that was unexpected, mm-hmm. right? Or at least allegedly. So there was a lot of concern as to exactly the lethality of this virus and everything else. So mm-hmm. maybe those initial lockdowns were, were justified, you know, that at the time, maybe those were prudent decisions. But what we're looking at now with all the data that's out, the papers from uh, from uh, the University of Southern California, for example, all the data that we're seeing from other countries such as Sweden that has you know, has virtually done nothing in terms of any sort of sheltering in place or anything like that, virtually zero lockdown of any kind. Um, the mortality rates are extremely low. You're talking about, for, you know, in general, for people who get it, your mortality rate is probably about 0.1%, uh, 0.2%. Very low. Um, I think I think you're looking at over 90 percent of the people who die from COVID-19 have multiple comorbidities and you're looking at a survival rate of or a um, uh, a recovery rate, I should say, of between 92 and 96 percent of people who get COVID-19 will recover 100 percent with zero treatment and zero hospitalization or medical intervention of any kind. Mm -hmm. So we're looking at something that while is 
more it appears to be more contagious than the flu, kills less people and has a lower fatality rate than the seasonal flu. Yeah. And, and it's probably you know, been around longer than – I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But it's probably mm-hmm. been around longer than um, they initially suggested, I guess. Oh, yeah. It's the best way to say oh. it. I mean I know it's SHOT Show, which – when did the SHOT Show start? January 20th, I think? Yeah, seventeenth like or twentieth, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah at, at Shot Show we were talking about it. So, so people in America mm-hmm. were aware of it, and I think at this point they're saying, "Hey, maybe this goes back November, December, or earlier than that." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. and and yeah, it didn't and wipe us, so. and we weren't doing anything, and we're not all wiped out. So, it it exactly at this mm-hmm. point it's almost it's almost about control, and it doesn't mean that you know people with comorbidities or people who are um, you know, elderly, for example, if you're 80 years old or older, especially shouldn't take it seriously, just like they should seriously take the flu. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when we're looking at deaths from seasonal flu, you know, we can see as many as 60,000 deaths a year in the United States just from seasonal flu. And that's something that a ton of people in the U.S. get vaccinated for every year. But yet we're still seeing numbers last year, I think, was 48,000. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've mm-hmm. seen as high as 60,000 in the past couple of years. Uh, so again, it's not that these things don't matter. It's not that we shouldn't take them seriously, but, but they should be put into perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're theoretically, and for the most part, most of the people, you know, who are dying of COVID-19 right now, aren't dying of COVID-19. They're dying because they have COPD because they smoked for 40 years, mm-hmm. you know, and that, you know, now they're in their eighties, they have COPD, they have hypertension, they have diabetes. And they just so happen to also catch, you know, the coronavirus. Well, Mm -hmm. all those other things are what killed them. It wasn't just coronavirus. So Mm -hmm. I feel, uh, again, it's not like all these lives don't matter. And it's not not sad when, you know, a virus like this that that possibly could have been contained in China if we knew about it early enough. Because, you know, China knew about this back in November at least. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know. Here we are. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Somebody made the comment that uh, you know the death rate goes uh, with the uh, with the you know with the with infection rates, and we're seeing that uh, preliminary or well some solid data out of uh, Los Angeles County in the Bakersfield area, mm-hmm. where there's at least five hundred thousand people just in that one county testing positive for COVID nineteen antibodies, mm-hmm. which of course that that's one county that's showing half as many uh, infections as the entire country is technically reporting right now. Mm-hmm. So. As we start to see that extrapolate that data out, we're seeing uh, we're, we're seeing that mortality rate just plummet. Um, so, which is excellent, which is excellent news. So, um, I, I, whatever the initial response was, no matter how appropriate it may have been mm-hmm. today, is much different. We have much different data now, and we need to be responding accordingly. Yeah. And and we shouldn't let the media drive unwarranted fear and panic. No, I, and you know what, man. First of all, like a lot of things in life, we don't know anything. <laughs> we know nothing. We know nothing. There's a lot of a lot of guessing. I'm not I'm not saying you or I mean, you know, all of us. The way the way that we're all sure. looking at this, I don't think the government knows everything. Surely they they probably know more than we do and there's things they know they're not telling us, right? Cuz it's the government. But we don't really know what's going on here except for one thing. We know that we shut down the entire country, the entire planet for that matter, but let's focus on America. Mm-hmm. America first here. We shut down the entire country over something like a death rate that's pretty much equal to what would have happened anyway, right? 
Yep. And we, we, we're going to start seeing the results of that pretty soon here. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people here are going to wind up losing their jobs. There's a, a lot of wealth destruction uh, going on, believe it or not. It, it, may, it just may not really seem like that. You know, we're definitely going to have some kind of hyperinflation since we're just making, pulling money out of the thin air. You know, these are the things that we know and they're really going to be destructive. And things that are coming down, man, I, I mean, there's um, news of things that, that I'm hearing about. That um, like I think once it really gets out there to people, you haven't really seen the unemployment numbers yet. Let's just put it that way. Mm. Yeah, you haven't seen the destruction yet no. from it. No, I mean think about think about like hospitals for example. Um, we so we told people don't go to the hospital, don't go see your doctors and everything because we don't want you clogging up the system. So people stopped doing that. Then everyone prepared for this apocalypse that didn't happen. Meanwhile. Those institutions lost all that revenue. Mm-hmm. You There's know. going to be a lot of hospitals closing over the next. Oh yeah, six months to a year. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna. It's it's. Um, I don't think people already know, man. There's already waves coming out there. I think in the next couple yeah. of days, the next few weeks, um, it's going to be pretty devastating. Devastating what people are going to see happening out there. Um, and if folks don't get back, like so many of these states, including the one that we're in here in Florida, you know, are just kind of like going, oh, we're going to go real slow with this. And they don't realize like, you know, every week you keep putting this thing off. You are just taking your state out. Look at what California did, man. They're just doubling down on the shutdown. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. they're mad that yeah, people but- were out on the beaches. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, absolutely. It's... um. It's it's really at this point it's unconscionable what what they're doing. Um, the the amount of people that aren't getting help right now uh, that need help, be it uh, you know medical help, psychological help, mm-hmm. um, it's just it it's not a good place for people to be in right now, especially with all the hype and people are scared to death. You know, I go to the store and I see tons of people wearing masks, bandanas, yeah. all this different stuff, and it's just it, it it's really sad that uh, you know what what's happening right now and, and it's mm-hmm. got to stop yeah it's got to stop well and, our, our mm-hmm. leaders are like just you know they're just driving full speed just off the edge of the cliff let's you know let's mm-hmm. freaking go out like yeah. uh you know absolutely yeah. I mean, no nobody's batted an eye that in the past six weeks the federal government spent three trillion dollars yeah. just poof Mm-hmm. Just three trillion poof. I mean, that is insane to me. And, it and did, no it, small business has yeah. got any. Right. It had no it was supposed for, to be for small for, business. It had no discernible for, effect. None. Yeah. It had no discernible yeah. effect. Um, no small businesses that I'm aware of were even able to get their hands on it. You know, um, yeah. I know some people got some Trump money. Congratulations to you. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people did it. <laughs> you know, and. Um, I don't, you know, I, I know Kathleen Music Lover is saying that, okay, now I, I'm depressed. I'm not trying to depress you, you know, definitely. That's why we're, we're still here doing the show, but we're not, yeah, we're not no. trying to depress everyone out there. We're trying to keep everyone's spirits up. Um, I'm mm-hmm. just, we're just trying to talk about some reality. Look, if you want to put all of this in perspective today, I, I heard like before we came on the show, I heard some terrible news from a friend of mine that I've known since I was 12 years old that lost his kid. I don't even know what happened, but his 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 kid his son was as old as my son, my oldest son. 
So, I mean, there's worse things happening in the world for sure. You know, yeah. and if we burn our economy down and all that, but we're still alive, we're we're Americans, damn it. <laughs> you know, we could yeah. we could build back from this if we learn from it. But this thing that we went into all willy-nilly and now these guys don't want to let us out of and there was no tragedy, there were no hospitals that were just inundated with patients and all that kind of stuff. I know there were some some tough zones like New York and all of that, I get it. Um, it man, it's, it's, it's like this massive monster out there that's hiding in the closet and no one, everyone's pretending like it's not there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I- Absolutely. The, the, mm-hmm. You know, the idea that you know, they keep saying this thing like, oh, well, essential business is essential that I'll tell you right now to the small business owner, to all their employees, to the waitress, um, to the bus boy regard, their jobs are essential to them putting food on the table and feeding their family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's essential. I, I don't care if government doesn't deem them feeding their families essential or not. Though every job in this country is essential for the people. Every single one. Business, so. <laughs> yeah. Every and, single one. and every single Every single small business in this country is more essential than any large corporation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Atomic Bull said something here is interesting. I want to see what you guys think about it. I'm reading it for the first time. He says the expiration date of COVID-19 is November 3rd, 2020. After that date, we won't hear too much about it. What do you think about that? Is that accurate? Oh. Do you agree, disagree with that? What do you think, Rich? You know, it's okay. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Joe. Oh no, no, no! It's, take it, Rich. Uh, you know, there's going to be a big blow up when everybody comes out of their little hidey holes. It's you know, gonna, when a bunch of people are going to get it, and you know, that's just the way it is. You know, we should have been out oh, getting mean, it now. So you mean like, yeah, you're talking about herd immunity? People should have been out there. Yeah. Engaged. Well, we were yeah. engaging with each other. Yeah, this thing was uh, out, and we were engaging with each other. No one wants to admit that right. that a lot of people, as Joe was already saying, you know, Joe, you're in the medical field. You probably understand this better than yeah, yeah <laughs> than absolutely. we yeah. do. Absolutely, I've 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 got a you know clinical background nearly 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I am well versed in reading uh, scientific papers, medical papers, uh, white papers. It's part of part of what I did, uh, p- part of what I did, uh, for, for, for my previous position as a clinical manager was developing, you know, standard operating procedures, um, you know, for, for, for our clinicians and, and the work that we did. And, um, you know, all the data that we're seeing, all of it, uh, un- unless, unless in DC they have some sort of data that, that they're keeping to themselves or not letting it see mm-hmm. all the data we're seeing over these past three weeks is all pointing everything is tra- not not just not not just a slow curve down it is plummeting straight down yeah. uh, the more and more tests are done is plummeting straight down mm-hmm. and again you know when the, the the first week or two this dropped and we found out about it um, you know you know putting putting a shutdown on 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 people coming in and out of the country 100% uh, we 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 you know yeah. that's absolutely 100% the correct thing to do mm-hmm. as far as possibly a short term shelter in place slash maybe get people wearing masks um, and social distancing, uh, you know, in that short term, you know, while they're figuring out what the heck's going on, uh, sure. Uh, but now it's, it's just insane that they're doubling down on this. And, and you see some of the things across the country. You see 
pastors and preachers getting arrested uh, mm-hmm. for holding services. You see a guy out, you know, uh, windsurfing, you know, a hundred yards offshore, nobody around him for, mm-hmm. you know, a hundred yards in any direction. The cops call him in and then arrest him. Yeah. A uh, mother's mother's arrested in the middle of right. a field. <laughs> yeah. So did, here, here, here's something that's huge. It comes down to control. And here's something that, that really just, just nails it on the head, in my opinion. Did you see the tweet from Mayor Bloomberg yesterday or the day before yesterday? Um, I'm not sure. Mayor Bloomberg made a t- made, okay. he, he made a tweet mm-hmm. specifically threatening Jews with mass arrest yeah. if they're to congregate. Bloomberg, I mean, it's like, it, oh yeah, Bloomberg, it's like, oh yeah. I mean, it was it was hundred percent. It was a hundred percent pointed, wow. and he started it out. I, I, I'll have to look and bring. I, yeah. I need to look. And bring I know that I up. saw that Bloomberg is, is developing insane. an app to track people in New York City, um, and and obviously mm-hmm. we've got. Um, you know, we've got Apple doing that. We've got other places doing it. Um, Hector Lopez mm-hmm. says, uh, Hector Lopez 32 says election day is not going to happen. Um, I'm not sure about that. I know I know they're sure as hell going to try to push us towards that. But I think that we might see a pitchforks and torches moment in America when the real hard news starts hitting people. Because a lot of people were furloughing their employees but when those big companies just start laying off people in mass, mm-hmm. that's when a lot of this is going to come home for people. And we haven't really seen that yet. You know, yeah. we've seen some of it, but in small numbers where it's really not, um, you know, it's really it's really not getting reflected in, in the overall like zeitgeist of everyone. But when that starts happening, when every like every second or third person you know let's say that every third person you know is getting laid off mm-hmm. the people are going to go oh wait a second and we really can't keep going that much further without that happening it's probably going to be it start happening in the next couple of weeks and then just start rolling through right what happens then yeah so can you can you see my screen right now did i actually share this uh, properly let's see the okay there you go yeah. yes uh, my message uh, so this is from mayor de blasio yeah. yeah, and and this was two days ago. It okay. wasn't like it was a month ago. This is two days ago. Yeah, he says go, my go, message go, to the go, Jewish go. community and all communities is this sim- uh, is this simple. The time for warnings has passed. I have instructed the NYPD to proceed immediately to summons or even arrest those who gather in large groups. This is about stopping this disease and saving lives. Period. So uh, obviously they're they're just planning on like you know with religious things coming up. I guess right. you can't and, do it. And, 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 and for him to, you know, it's always about control and, and the, and the tyrants always show their true face. Mm-hmm. When you look at the, the people who really want the lockdown and control, uh, people like, like, like de Blasio, um, the way he goes after minority communities, especially be it, uh, t- targeting black communities and saying they shouldn't own firearms. They shouldn't be able to defend themselves. Uh, going after the Jewish community here. I mean, y- y- you look at the wording that is in here about stopping disease, for example. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could you take these words and slightly change their location, and literally you almost have a literal quote from Hitler about the Jewish disease mm-hmm. and arresting them in mass and yeah. things like this. And, and, and it's not trivial to say that. This is this is insanely disturbing that that that. This isn't being called out on a mass level. This is just this is insane. And how is that a solution and for a city like New York City? How is that a solution? Okay, you're you're inundated I, I, I have, with this I stuff, no, but how the hell is that a solution? 
I have no idea. You're going to you, take people and lock them in jail, which is an even more confined environment to keep them safe. It's, it's insane. Eventually, you're going to have and, a, and mass, the, I, a, a city with a massive population just snapping on you. You're going to have mm-hmm. them just snapping on you because you're, you're yeah. locking them up at home. People are losing their jobs. They're running out of money and food and all kinds of stuff. They're getting sick. They're not seeing this getting any, they're not seeing any kind of sunshine even, right? <laughs> to to put them in a good in, at least in a in a state of mind that they could cope with with what's happening around them when maybe even they should be out there getting some kind of herd immunity against what's going on. And you're what you're doing is like, no, we're gonna confine the living daylights out of you. You're gonna get massive pushback at some point. You know, um, that, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, man. Maybe in America we're so passive that it won't look like France. But come on, man. We've seen places like France that are so socialist, you know, they basically coddle everyone. And we've seen those places break, you know. And even when you mm-hmm. look around the world, aren't we seeing all these other countries going, hey, one way or the other, we got to go back? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's amazing to see that there's. Uh, there's places that, you know, especially places that have large populations like New York City and, um, and, and L.A., for example, really trying to, you know, force that on people. Did you guys see that Elon Musk came out and said, uh, did, you see, did you see the Elon Musk tweet? Yes, I did not. Yeah. That um, was funny. Yeah, I'm going to let me see. I want to pull it up. I don't want to uh, misquote it. I think it was a pretty it was a pretty simple quote. Let me pull it up from him, though. He got into a lot of trouble with this because apparently the Facebook knucklehead was uh, was out there and saying exactly the opposite thing. Let me see. I'll pull it up here. This was like a massive. Um, this was a massive, uh, massively big uh, week or, or uh, quote for Elon Musk. I'm trying to find it right now. Um, something, oh, oh, damn, I can't believe I, I can't find this tweet. If someone, someone knows what the tweet is out there, I'm trying to find it. I wonder if he deleted his tweet because he got into so much trouble. I see him saying this is misleading the public. There's a whole bunch of different things going on. But he was basically saying yesterday, um, you know, he's putting, if you look at his, if you look at his thing right now, I'm going to run it in here. He's saying like forced isolation is bad. Why forced isolation is bad. Um, he says hospitals in California have been half empty this entire time. You know, uh, oh, here it goes. Here it goes. I just found it. Okay. Free America now. <laughs> that was the quote that he put out. It's been retweeted 61,000 times. Has uh, three hundred and twenty-two thousand um, likes. That's from Elon Musk. <laughs> you know. Meanwhile, the uh, what's his name from Facebook is like, yeah, you know, we need to, we need to stay home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, you know the. I've got a lot of respect for Elon Musk. O- overall, not only is his, is is he extremely intelligent man, but he's done mm-hmm. amazing things business wise. Uh, his his vision uh, for the future is while I don't always necessarily agree with it, is it's mm-hmm. bold. It's um, he's goal oriented, orientated, and and it's it's absolutely amazing. Um, I think also he's looking at things like I'm not trying to say you know I'm not trying to put on a pink silk shirt like Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. You know, and just fawn over uh, Elon Musk either. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? But um, mm-hmm. um, oh wait, uh, uh, I think that um, 
Okay, Richard's saying that he's seeing your desktop, but no, Richard, I think that, I don't know if Joe still has his desktop open, but we everyone else is seeing you guys, so that's just probably on your end. Um, yeah, what was I saying? You know, I don't agree with everything with Elon Musk, but I think that he has the ability to cut through a lot of things. This is how he's been able to uh, keep uh, Tesla going and, and come up with a lot of things. There's things he could cut through here and see it. But this is almost like the emperor's clothing, man. You don't have to be super smart to realize that mm -hmm. something massively oh, yeah. wrong is going on here. You know, it's just like some of the leaders, I think, of industry are all down with this like they're somehow going to benefit and then some other people are like hell no this is going to be the end of society if we keep going in this direction so yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely i mean it's it's unhurt For, forget about what even the original uh assumed mortality rates it's unheard of to quarantine healthy people you don't quarantine healthy people. It's just, it's never been done before. And there's a reason why it, it, it's mm -hmm. ridiculous. And mm -hmm. I can see people like de Blasio and, and, and others who really love that power and control, mm -hmm. uh, you know, staying, being on board with this and staying on board with it. What, what disturbs mm -hmm. me the most is how many so-called conservatives are at this point, not, not initially, but at this point are still behind this. It's just, it's insane to me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it, it boggles the mind. It makes no mm -hmm. sense whatsoever. Yeah. I think, I don't know, man. It's, it's a little, when I think about it, it's almost like, yeah, these guys just want to reset everything. Yeah. <laughs> they want to take control of the whole country. Yeah. It's it almost is. like and, they and want the reset. Like we're, we're worried about it. You know, you would think mm -hmm. it's the people, first of all, think it's the guys like us that want, we don't, I don't want it. I don't want that. But no, these I've, guys I've got seem, a wife and three daughters. I don't want yeah. that. Yeah, but they I mean, seem to happens, want it, though. It they happens, seem to want it. And it yeah. happens, but we don't want it. Yeah, you yeah. know. Um, yeah. And this is this is one of the largest wealth redistribution schemes these past two months uh, that, that the nation's ever seen. I mean, worse than the New mm -hmm. Deal or anything else. I mean, it's $3 trillion that's just... Yeah, it's you magically know, it, disappearing. It, it, no one knows yeah, where it's just, going just to. Don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it, you know, $35 million to the Kennedy Space Center. You've got tens of millions of dollars went to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, who had, what, $400 million in profit last yeah. year, yeah. not begrudging them for profit. I mean, if you want to make a billion dollars a year, awesome, rock on. Yeah. At the same time, don't be taking, don't be taking million, tens of millions of dollars in handouts, you know, from the taxpayers, because that's where it's ultimately going to fall on. It's not coming from the government. It's coming out of our, all of our pockets that are watching yeah. us right now. How can your rules classify a business that has 500 employees as a small business? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. Everything in each I've location, ever not in around the country, right? Like a Walmart, right. Walmart that's massive. Your local Walmart does not have five hundred employees, so that's a small business. That's insanity. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm sorry, I cut, I cut you off, Richard. What are you saying? You know, I just don't understand that. Everything I've ever learned about business, mm -hmm. the the kind of the definition of a small business is a business with under 50 employees. Mm -hmm. How mm -hmm. come with this thing, it's, oh, if you have under 500 employees, you're a small business. Kiss my ass, you are not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of definition is that? Because, yeah, you know. it's, it, 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 it's not. And I can guarantee you that 
all the smaller businesses that, you know, like we're talking about like 50 and below, um, especially in that first go around, you know, these larger companies like, like Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, right? They have, they have accountants and lawyers on staff full time. Mm -hmm. The second that bill went through, they went through there and they filed for that money within hours, more than Mm -hmm. likely Mm -hmm. they filed almost immediately. Um, you know, whereas the small business person, you know, like us, we had to go through and, and, and sort through all this crap, find out if we even may be qualified, mm-hmm. go through all this stuff. And then, oh, there's no money available. Now yeah. there's a second round of money out there, mm-hmm. but who knows if we're, we're, you know, if we're even going to qualify. There's um, going to be rounds and rounds. It's disturbing. Yeah. There's going to be rounds yeah, and rounds. Yeah. And yeah. This, 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 this is nowhere near being done. Yeah. The, and the, yeah. How does Harvard, how do these big schools Mm-hmm. Get this money. I know they're like, oh, we'll be nice. We'll give it back. How do these big schools get this money when they already got the money from the parents, right, for their kids' education? Like, my kids mm-hmm. are in college. They already got our money. Yeah. They already got it. And then they close down school. What do they even need the money for? There's no school. You have you have money <laughs> from all these kids mm-hmm. that are signed up. You're not running a school or anything like that. D- then That's you're going the- in there and taking money on top of that? It's because all these big businesses and the schools, they didn't go through the same process that us small businesses went through. They called the politicians and the bureaucrats that they bought. Mm -hmm. And they said, hey, give us $10 million. Mm -hmm. And they said, oh, sure, no problem. Mm -hmm. You know, us small businesses, we don't have the money to buy politicians and bureaucrats. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bricks makes a good point here. It says, uh, Bricks says, remember, wait, how come I can't get this? There we go. Remember when we're in a state of emergency, the money gets to flow with no accountability. We're almost like Afghanistan or Iraq right now. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you, There's just tons the, of money of on a plane that, and we don't know where it's going. Sorry, go ahead, Joe. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. one of the things that I hope people look at after this um, and hopefully there is an after there will be an after this, but you know what I mean? Um, people look at this and say, all right, all these insane regulations, the red tape, the bureaucracy that we're able to push aside, you know, just because a politician says so, why do businesses have to deal with this every single day regardless? Right. Um, it's, I really hope that, that, that people get riled up enough to get rid of a lot of this red tape. You know, that was Trump's thing when he said he was going to cut, when he was coming into office, he was going to get rid of all the red tape, get rid of all that bureaucracy and everything. Um, they made a little bit of a show of it, but, but, but honestly, um, he could, he could be, he could be drilling this home right now and making a great point and getting this stuff made permanent. Uh, but instead, you know, here we are. And it's yeah. just, it's really disheartening. Again, you know, it's not it's not those control freaks out there like de Blasio and, and, and the gang that that surprise me when they do things like this because mm-hmm. it's who they are. It's what they do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's everybody else is going for it. It just it just it boggles my mind. Yeah. And I, I that being said, what do you much. guys think about what do you think about Trump right now? What are you guys thinking about Trump and, and what he's getting up to here? Good, bad, you waiting to see what happens, you know. Uh, you know, things for me kind of haven't changed. I'm not thrilled with him, but mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's the same old thing. Voting for the lesser of two evils. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like him because he's anti-gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the voting for the lesser of two evils is getting old. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'd much prefer if we just start hanging politicians. You know, I'm at that point now. Let's go build the gallows out on uh, the mall and start hanging them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are at that point. Right. The uh, opinions of Richard of BWE Firearms do not necessarily re- reflect. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. They just reflect my opinion. What were you going to say, Joe? <laughs> not that I'm arguing um, with you, Richard. <laughs> yeah, no. no uh, what, what I was going to say is, you know, you know, Trump's allegedly coming in as an outsider, um, you know, being the businessman, um, you know, I, I look at these things and it really um, it really disturbs me that, you know, there's only so much there's only so much you can say uh, that, you know, and, and, and a lot of what he's done has been pushed off to. Well, he had got bad advice or he's relying on the advice of experts who are politically biased, whatever the case may be. Right. Mm-hmm. There's only so many times you can give a person that excuse. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the is 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 he actually lay, he should be is is Trump actually laying eyes on the data or is he only listening to uh, Fauci and um, uh, I, uh, I, I forgot like uh, her name. Uh, I think her name was uh, Bricks, the doctor, right? Um, no, I, I'm blanking, but but okay. y- you guys know who I'm talking about. The, the, those are the two main doctors who are up there. And yeah. then, of course, there's a surgeon general uh, who's up yeah. there as well. I don't know uh, why I thought her name Navy, was Bricks. Navy guy. Yeah. Um, could be wrong. But is, is he actually looking at any – I mean he's intelligent enough um, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, look, to look at the papers, to look at the mm-hmm. data and draw his own conclusions. And is he even putting his eyes on those or is he just listening to what he's being told? Um, it's, 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 very, it's very disturbing to me uh, that um, – that, that, Oh, Burks. James he Miller should, says Burks. 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 Yes. yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He, he should um, – he should realize the gravity of the situation that he's 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 entered into, and really be applying the strongest of tests. You know, as um, you know, the the Constitution is absolutely being shredded right now, and the the overwhelming uh, the 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 only way you could even try and justify that would be something so horrific. Um, that, 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 that you basically need to declare martial law. And what we're seeing here is something that's so mild, so yeah, inane when to compared to seasonal yeah. flu. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's just insane to me. And, and it has to end. And there, there's, there's gotta be some sort of re- repercussions for this, uh, for those involved. Now, the problem of course there being is, um, yeah, we've got an election coming up in November, but we've got a choice between, but, but between Trump and, you know, the, the 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 hair sniffer. I mean, oh well, that's I mean, not a, that's know, not a choice. Biden is just a, yeah, it's not even a choice. Biden is not a choice. Um, Come on, no one. Know, it, I don't it, think it, any. I mean, obviously, like we know where we're at, right, Joe? But I don't mm-hmm. even think yeah. the people out there that Biden is representing think that Biden is a choice. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think they do. Yeah, and the thing is, I don't. I'm, I know I'm cutting you off here a little bit, but uh, if you could just hold the thought for a second before we, like, one mm-hmm. of the things I think about Trump that happened is he got pushed into the fair corner by the media. 
Because I think he, re- like what we're saying, I think he realizes it and there's people around him that realizes it. Perhaps it was by the doctors, but the media pushed him into this fair corner, right? Because mm-hmm. like saying, hey, if you don't do this, we're going to come down on you like a ton of bricks. If all these people die in America, it's going to be all your fault. They're, they're, they're still hitting him with that anyway, right? Like, we're, did you see mm-hmm. that reporter that, um, that was asking him like, you know, do you think you deserve to be president again after 50-something thousand people died? This this is not a freaking war. This is, you know, this is a, a, a virus. This is a, a thing that yeah. human beings can't really do anything about. We could talk about it all we want to, but it, ultimately the, this happens, and that many people die anyway, right, on a regular basis. Yeah. But I think yeah, he's afraid that he's afraid that if this would have really happened— they would have been like, oh, this is all you. You know, maybe yeah. they would have thought yeah, like it, they would have been stringing him up in the White House and he got pushed into that fair corner and now he's reacting out of fear of everything. Sorry, go ahead. I, I, I think that's 100% uh, a legitimate point there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the uh, I, I, I want to try and choose my words carefully because I don't want to be too too critical but at the same time i mean what what were no matter how he played this the media was going to try and destroy him i i oh, I, yeah. I, I think that's 100 percent. that's 100 percent clear um but you know the 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 idea that you know for, for the most vulnerable segments of the population we had uh you know for example health a health community that didn't instruct people on the proper use and of not just of masks but proper masks mm-hmm. to protect them um you know, and, 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 and then you see, uh, you know, and again, is, is this what he's hearing or is this actually what he truly looked into? Cause he said he looked into it in depth when he, you know, lamb, you know, press conference after press conference, he lambasted Sweden for how they handled it. Mm-hmm. Well, as it turns out, Sweden's got the same death rate we do mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes to co- when it comes to COVID-19 when it really, for population. Yeah. So, 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 and they did basically zero lockdown in Sweden. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's difficult because it's and I and I hate to say this, but at times it's like Trump is just making stuff up on the spot, legitimately making stuff up on the spot um, to fit his narrative sometimes. And I think we've seen that a lot with COVID-19. I, that at least has opened my eyes to his uh, he's ne- he's never really willing that often to say, I don't know or I'm not sure. Um, he always wants to fill the air with something. And that's really got me disheartened on him quite a bit. Again, it's not like we, we're going to have an alternative here uh, here in November. Um, but at the same time, I think you know, he, we've got I think a, he I think he lost. Um, oh, OK. Maybe he never had good advisors. Because, you know, what? Possibly, if, yeah. if you're in a position where, you know, you are too um, you're too alpha male or whatever it is for anyone to speak to you. <laughs> You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If you can't be spoken to, yeah. like if, if you're a leader and you have other people around you helping you to lead and they can't come to you and say, hey, wait a second, you know what? This is wrong. And if you can't take their word for it and all that kind of stuff and, and know that, hey, these guys are experts, they understand this. If you, if you can't do that and people are afraid to talk to you, you run into this kind of problem, right? Where you don't mm-hmm. have good people around you. They're not really giving you good advice. And like you said, maybe you're doing more talking than listening. And then you just start to make up stuff. 
as you go along. And it gets kind of dangerous because in a situation like this, you have to make tough decisions. The media doesn't mean a damn thing. You know, the reality is, is that if you destroy the American economy, you mess up a lot of places, not just America. You mess up a lot of the world. Right. And there's going to be repercussions for that. You know, so and, and I think that's that's the big thing that we're in, that these guys are just like, oh, yeah, just take our time. There actually isn't time. We've been doing this for too long. And I don't think people realize exactly what's happening here. There's this inevitably is going. So there's there's people that because they close their businesses, opening back up their businesses, they're planning on doubling and tripling their prices. Do you know that? Yep. Yeah, they, they, they've they've got to make up for it, and the okay. and these insane social distancing guidelines that they're going to be placing on restaurants. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine having a restaurant that you know it seats a hundred people now cannot seat more than thirty three people? You know they're talking about in a lot of states a third of the capacity. How in the world are they going to pay their bills? How is the waitress going to survive on a third of a paycheck? Right. Well, it's, it's insane to me. So the solution for that, the solution for that um, is that, uh, you know, they're going to double and triple their prices. But let me let me give you let me give you a little thing about that. I don't know if anyone here ever heard Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Anyone ever heard of Rich Dad, Poor Dad? That's like that's one of the I forgot the name of the the financial guru that does the rich dad poor dad thing. I I think I've heard of it. Yeah. It sounds familiar, but I don't remember. Yeah. You know. But he has this story that <laughs> always sticks with me in situations like when it comes to people jacking up their prices. And he said, like you know, him and his his wife they owned uh, apartment buildings and stuff like that, right? They were into real estate. They rented to people. So one day his wife was trying to figure out how to get some more money, and she was like, I know what to do to get more money. We'll just up the rent. <laughs> and he was trying to tell her, you know what? I don't think we should do that. I really don't think we should start upping the rent. She was like, no, this is easy. This is a simple thing. We'll just up the rent. We'll make more money. Okay, she upped the rent. Um, about a third of the people renting from them went and got a, an apartment somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So now they had all these empty apartments. Well, this is the same thing I think that's going to happen when everyone thinks they could fix the fact that they have to go down to a quarter capacity of their store or whatever it is by doubling or tripling prices. People are going to go, you know what? Forget it. I don't even need to eat out. I've been I've been living at home for the last you yeah. know, eight weeks. Yeah. I'm just going to keep rocking and rolling like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'll go on to Amazon. Yeah, this is what people don't understand. This is what people don't understand. I already see people doing things like that, like jacking up the prices. And my first thought in my mind is, dude, if I don't really need that thing, I'm not going to buy it. Or I'm going to buy it from you less. Now what are you going to do? Because you could come up with your magical solution, but I'm, I don't have more money magically. You know, So how are we going to deal with that? I see Walter saying it's not the end of the world. I agree with Walter. We can't, yeah. we can't end this world. We, we don't have the capability of ending it, but it's going to change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going yeah. to change. And that's the thing. And it's how everyone reacts to that change. And this is not a natural progressive change. We just took an economy from a super high and just basically just crashed it. You know, so there will be change. There will be change coming. There OK, I know I, I know I cut you guys off on that one. I couldn't help it. Sorry. My bad. Yeah. No, you are bad. The, yeah. <laughs> bad, good. 
Yeah. <laughs> but um, so, so Robert Kiyosaki, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, that was the name I was looking for. Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah, I recommend people people pay attention to that. Yeah. There, uh, there's a comment from uh, YNH uh, about uh, carryout. So mm-hmm. just just yesterday, uh, went to Culver's for the first time. Culver's is a little Midwest burger joint up here, uh, in mm-hmm. you know uh, Michigan, Indiana, Illinois, Wisconsin. I don't know other other areas. Um, well, now I guess they're all over the country. I've seen them down in Florida now too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, Culver's used to have uh, this snack pack. Basically, it was a small drink, small fry, and one of their butter burgers. Um, it was like four ninety nine. Well, they've eliminated the snack pack. Now they call it a, a value basket, uh, whatever value basket. They transitioned the name. It's the same combo. Well, mm-hmm. now it's six thirty nine. Ooh. Uh, and then that's like the cheapest combo yeah. on Culver's menu that just happened. And I, I don't know if it was within the past one to three weeks. I haven't been to Culver's in a while. I'm not really a, you know, if, if, if I like to do burgers at home, honestly, this time of year, but yeah, it was a, it, 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 it was a thing. And we went there and it's like, Oh, well, yeah, there you go. You know, there's an extra dollar 40, um, you know, per person for our meal tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's one of those things you're not going to be, it's, it, it, it's going to get wrapped up into everything. Um, the only thing mm-hmm. you're probably going to save and carry out if you're talking about going to a nicer restaurant would be saving on tipping, uh, tipping, you know, the waiter, waitress or waitress waiter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, it's going to touch on a lot of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. Yeah. Walter says that, um, he says economy will bounce back kind of fast once the government gets out of the way. I say to that, perhaps, but the government's not getting out of the way anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, not yeah, going to get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's the problem. The government yeah. getting out of the way. Yeah, and uh, M, yeah, M, M. Gabriel, yeah, M. Gabriel says butter burgers sounds good to me. Sounds delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually pretty good. Bur- so, in like the fast food joint chain mm-hmm. of burgers, they're not for fast food. They're not bad burgers. Um, it's called Culver's. Uh, the, Culver's. Culver's. Yeah. They're known for like their custards and they do like fries, fried cheese curds. Oh my gosh. Um, fried it's, cheese it's, curds, it's a, custards and y- butter burgers. Yeah. Custard. Butter this burgers, is how yeah. you die of the COVID-19. <laughs> this, that is exactly how you die of the COVID-19. And, um, yeah, you know, it's, 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 uh, yeah. Yeah. I think um, yeah. It, again, it's, 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 it, it's not bad. It's worth a try once if you haven't yeah. been there. Uh, they're not bad. They're fries. They're crinkle cut fries, but they're a little bit crispier. They're not like the soggy crinkle cut fries. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, the fries are pretty decent yeah. too. So th- they're not bad. Yeah. Um, pr- not my favorite, but they're not bad. They're better okay. than McDonald's anyway. So. There you go. By the way, um, lots of folks out there, smash the thumbs ups, please. We appreciate that. Uh, Walter should have just been on the show tonight. Uh, he says the meat packing situation. Yeah, he should have just come on, Walter. Yep. But uh, but you know we appreciate his input. Yeah. He's you know, he can't get away. I think I think it's, uh, you know, it's me. Basically, when Walter doesn't get to see me, you know, he's he's missing his fix. He's got to get his Hank Strange fix on. <laughs> uh, Walter says the meatpacking situation is more of a concern to the food supply. What do you guys think about that? And, of course, Walter's talking about meatpacking. <laughs> yeah, he's... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my shots fired. Yeah, oh boy. <laughs> and how? And how? That was a 50 BFG. Right? Um, yeah, Walter's 100% right with that. That is going to affect a lot of stuff and it's going to affect a lot of, you know, we eat a tremendous amount of meat in this country. Um, it's, yep. it's a huge part of our diet. And, mm-hmm. 
and it, it's, it's not just increasing the cost, but the mental aspect of not just hitting people with unemployment, with jobs. Now they can't eat meat with their dinner. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a huge mind screw. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, it's the one, two, three, but the combo just keeps coming. Oh, here's another one. Here's another one. Mm-hmm. It, it's the, the mental health aspect of this, uh, is really, really can't be overstated. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we, we've seen a lot of reports from a lot of, a lot of hospitals, clinical, uh, settings where there's increases in things, um, you know, everything from spousal abuse, uh, mm-hmm. child abuse, uh, it just, uh, depression is increasing. Suicides are spiking. Um, people who it, it's easy to play all big and tough, but at the same time, you have to understand there are some people that they can only handle so much. Yeah. If you're so not if built have, to be introverted you know, and all that kind of stuff, this is terrible. Right. And yeah. yeah. There are people who shelter themselves, uh, from, uh, from certain events, right? We, we see it all the time. We, you know, live, living up here in the Midwest, I get a lot of news out of Chicago mm-hmm. and you'll, you know, you'll see it all the time. You'll see, Oh, I can't believe it. This never happens in this neighborhood. Well, literally across the street, somebody was shot, but that's a different neighborhood. Literally half a block away is a different neighborhood to them. And they mm-hmm. can't believe that that crime traveled half a block mm-hmm. and is now in their neighborhood. <laughs> it's that kind of disconnect that unfortunately a lot of people in the society have, have developed by trying to tune themselves out. And I, and I think it's a result of it, it was, it's a result of the whole, you know, there are certain things you're not supposed to talk about. You know, you're not like supposed to talk about religion, politics, or, uh, What's the other one? I don't know. You're not supposed to talk about religion and politics. Uh, I think sex is probably in there. All the stuff we talk about here all the time. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Um, So, so, so the, the, the consequence of that is you're only conversing and talking. Uh Sorry. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, But you're, you're only talking about and conversing about good things. You're glossing over things so that when Mm -hmm. bad news does hit you, it's like a slap in the face and you're shocked. Well, Mm -hmm. you keep getting hit with bad news after bad news and some people can't handle it. They respond in different ways. And there's no, you know, for, for the beginning part of that, where I was talking about, you know, be it spouse abuse, child abuse, um, any of that stuff, there's no, it's not an excuse for that or any sort of justification. It's simply a manifestation of things that push certain people over the edge and you can, we can, we can talk about how bad it is, but we also have to understand at the same time that when you're creating conditions that are conducive to foster this sort of environment, especially when kids who maybe a parent wouldn't, you know, I'm not talking about spanking. I'm talking about beating the crap out of their kid and giving them a black eye, something like that. What, you know, who, who, who may not send their may may not beat their kid as much as they would, Mm -hmm. uh, if they were sent him to school where those bruises would be visible. Now they're not even going, and not that I'm advocating for public schooling by any means, Mm -hmm. but my point is that with these, with the, with, with these vulnerable populations being sequestered away from society, um, it, it's, it, no it's good. giving more free reign to these people who would do it anyway. And, and, yeah. and the, 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 the negative ramifications, especially now with what we know, the negative ramifications of this lockdown in no way justify it. And no. it can in no way justify the small percentage of death from COVID-19. Yeah. They this can. is one of the reasons why I think you should just let people go out. If we're, if we're going to, if we're going to keep people mm-hmm. locked up because we don't want them to get sick, they're going to get sick if you force them to be locked up, if they're not capable yeah. of handling it. If they're not like, mm-hmm. so for example, I am very introverted. The people around me are very introverted. Don't, Lola would rather not deal with people. <laughs> mm-hmm. my, my son's totally happy. 
you know, just dealing with like we could deal with each other. And I think there's a lot of people like that. We're happy to see each other, know everyone's okay, you know. But there's people out there that that can't function like that, right? And they definitely can't function being locked up with their family members, right? So that's why, like you said, we have these things going on. And a lot of this is because we just we're like, oh, people can't go out and interact with each other. The, you know, they what's that saying? One often meets one's destiny on the road to avoid it. Mm-hmm. That thing you're trying to avoid, you are going to run smack dab into that because of this situation. And I think that's that's the biggest thing, the mental thing. I, I agree with Walter. If we have a if, if we have a meat shortage, then there's a problem for sure yeah. in America. And that's gonna affect some people more than others, depending on where you live. Right? Mm-hmm. But absolutely but psychology, the psychology of the human being, that's the most destructive thing. And to see California Look, when when I saw all those people on the beach in California, I was like, "That's you got to let these people out and let them go on the beach." What yeah. do they do in California? They're like, "Oh no, we got to shut this down. We can't have these people out on the beach. We're going to mm-hmm. start arresting people if they're out on the beach." There was a skate park in California that because the kids were over there skating, they filled it in with sand. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? I heard they the kids turned it into a dirt park, dirt bike park. Now, yeah. <laughs> is that for real? <laughs> That's what they should do. It's, it's, you can't do this to human beings. It. We don't we don't function like this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. the simple things. We could we could go through like okay, there's less money. Okay, there's a little bit less food. We've we've had to deal with all of that. You know, but not even in the worst of times did we say to human beings, "You can't leave your house." Yeah. You know, so that's the thing. I mean, you know, I've been, you know, working out of the house for the last 17 years. You know, it was three weeks before I found out there was a lockdown. You know, oh, there was? I didn't Mm -hmm. notice. But Mm -hmm. even I'm starting to get a little buggy, you know, because. Oh, you've been buggy. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know, where do I go? Well, let's see. I can go to the grocery store. (laughs) <laughs> I go to the post office. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a I tough thing. Yeah. I think they just need to stop right now and let people let people get out there, let everything bounce back. Yes, we're gonna run into a situation, so more people are gonna get sick, but we don't have any way of stopping this thing. It's already mutating, and this is what the world is all about. There's no way yeah. like if we're really gonna shut down like this, we are gonna be shut down. consistently there's no way like if this goes away then there's another thing right behind it and then there's another thing right behind that and there's another thing right behind that we just have to live people ultimately we gotta yeah yeah so um and then and then all the the problems that we have are just getting amplified by what's happening you know so this is why we see a massive run on toilet paper you know, then we could we could potentially see a run on on meat and stuff like that. Hopefully not, but that could happen, right? Um, mm-hmm. But mostly it's because we you know we're we're doing this to ourselves. We're doing this to ourselves, and we're getting everyone all worked up instead of just letting people go out. Let people do what they do. Okay, there's a there's a breakout of this thing over here. Okay, let's get in there, deal with that. Yeah, you know, I mean, lock that down. If you're so scared about getting it, don't leave your house. Mm-hmm. But let the rest of us, you know, 
personally, I want to get the damn thing and get it over with. Mm-hmm. You know, tell me where where do I go to get it? Because I'm there. Uh, New York City. I'm sure. Uh, Oak trip. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll be happy to see you. <laughs> you know. Uh, Hector Lopez oh, says... Uh, New York City, they yeah. shoot me across, coming across the border. Yeah. Uh, Hector Lo- By the way, just a question here to Hector Lopez, 32, out there. Do I know you? Answer that question. <laughs> yes or no? Uh, <laughs> Hector Lopez says, New York City rats are huge. I think I might try it. I think this is one of the reasons why this is a bigger problem in New York City than anywhere else. But I don't want to get in trouble for my theories. Everyone always says my theories are crazy. But remember, this thing jumped from people to animals. It's been happening. Mm-hmm. It's been happening. So there's people's cats and stuff and dogs and all kinds of, you know, we got tigers. I don't know how tigers getting it, you know, but, um, you know, so let's see. Uh, tigers got it from Joe Exotic. Joe, yeah. <laughs> well, well, no, more than likely it was that. Carol Baskin. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> if Joe, <laughs> I don't even know. About it. <laughs> I'm sure I, you guys have talked about it. I probably missed the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. Yeah. I don't know if we need yeah. to kick that off again. Okay, let's try to yeah. go to something else here. Let's try to go to something else here. Um, let's see. What else can we go to? Oh, you know what? I did send you guys. Let me see. Let's see. Should we go to a gun thing? We'll go to a gun thing, right? I sent you guys this firearms blog article. I don't know if you if you all got a chance to look at it. Um, so James did a TFB James. Oh, you got the list right there. Yeah, he did five <laughs> okay, guns yeah. that need to make a comeback and a remix of those guns. And um, we, mm-hmm. I was I was talking about this actually. So um, I think it was Johnny B was asking like, do you look at gun videos? And I was like, listen. Uh, with everything going on, I'll drive myself nuts if I look at gun videos, but I do, especially when a bunch of people are like, oh, you got to check out this video. So that happened with this video today that people are like, oh, did you see this? What do you think about this? So you guys both got a chance to look at the five guns here? Yeah. I did not. I didn't have time today before the show. Oh, okay. So Richard is going to lead us. Tell us the guns, Richard, that he came up with. You want to start from number five? Oh, God. I thought you wrote it down. I thought you wrote it down. You had to oh, I wrote what I thought should be. Oh, oh you back. wrote your five guns down. Right, yeah. <laughs> all, all the stuff he had was all brand new stuff. No, he was going through some – well, most of the guns I never heard of. So number one on that list was the Daewoo, which is why I guess I yeah. was getting it. I was getting this – sent this video a lot because I have that gun. Yeah. You know, uh, um, but okay, so let's go, let's go your route. Let's go your route, Richard. If you could think of right now five guns, and I'll and we'll give Joe a chance to think about this. Five guns that, you know, kind of like disappear. They aren't out there anymore, but you would like to see them come back and maybe be improved. Go ahead. Hit us with your with your list if that's what your list is. And the the problem with that is like Colt came out with the Python again. Okay. And they totally screwed the pooch. <laughs> you know yeah don't come out with something that people will love and make it worse we are more advanced in manufacturing mm-hmm. than before right they made the original pythons on manual equipment mm-hmm. there's no reason we can't make them on CNC equipment and make them every bit as good uh, you know what I want to agree with you on that but um 
here's the problem. <laughs> this what you're right. We do have better technology technically. You know what we don't have anymore? Craftsmanship. <laughs> yeah. We you don't got a bunch of jerk offs who can push a button. <laughs> yeah, we kind of don't have that anymore. <laughs> I can push a button, you know. Um, you know, so a lot of these guns that I'm thinking, you know, I'd like to see them come out with that again. Yeah, yeah. I know that they're just going to screw it up and it's going to be a piece of crap. Yeah. By the way, by the way, everyone, that's my uh, brother-in-law, Hector Lopez, 32, in the chat. That's my literally my brother-in-law in New York City. I thought I knew him. I could tell from the comments. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. <laughs> So that uh, that's my brother-in-law. He's married to my sister there in New York City. I hope you guys are doing okay. I love you. Um, so shout out to my family in New York City right now. Uh, okay, so 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 the Colt Python got messed up. You're mad about that? Oh yeah. I mean, I love the Python. You Do you know. have a Python? No, oh, I've had to oh. sell every one I've gotten. Oh, and now well, see, I that's can't your afford. fault. Yeah, that is my fault. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Listen, that's a good thing, right? For the guys who have pythons, they don't necessarily want to see a better one come out. Oh, they don't. <laughs> no. Uh, so, okay, what's your other stuff? What's your other stuff? I would say right now, probably one of the smartest guns to come out with mm -hmm. would be a Winchester 52. Probably, uh, what is it? The D was the last model. Okay. Because... Uh 22 bolt guns are hot right now with all this long range 22 mm. shooting. Okay. Um, interesting. Interesting. Uh, um, Colt Woodsman. Okay. Love. Yeah. I'm out. I love that one. Um, let's see. Colt, the what's the, the Woodsman? What was the Woodsman? You're going to have to refresh my memory on these guns. These are obscure. If they're not made of polymer, I'm not going to know what is happening. Woodsman is a 22 semi-auto pistol. Oh, okay. All right. Um, okay. The other one, which I, I always have loved, mm -hmm. is the Protector Palm Pistol. Protector it's Palm? That, it's that little round thing that goes in your hand and the barrel oh. sticks out between your two fingers <laughs> and you squeeze it. Okay. It's like a... Okay, I get it. Okay. Okay. And the, the inside... Most, everything on your I, list is 22, Richard. Seriously. <laughs> That was, well, okay, that was fine. 32. Yeah, okay, that's 32. Uh, All right. What else okay. you got? Is that your list? Uh, that's my list. Okay. Um, they need to do away with the 34 Gun Control Act so we can have all that stuff back. I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> Good luck with that, though. <laughs> Good luck with that. Unless we have a reset, <laughs> which, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows how uh, that's turning out? Love yeah. to see somebody make a good reproduction of the STG forty-four. The that was uh, that was my number that's one on your list. right there. Yeah, well, and and the ammunition for it. <laughs> aren't those aren't uh, those dudes working on that? Aren't uh, what's the name of the guys? Um, Hill, is it Hill and Mac? Twenty years. Um, uh, Primi Partisan has the ammunition. And it's not bad. They make it once a year. Okay. For the stage. Um, okay. Hmm. See, what are some of the other interesting ones? 
why don't you think about it? Let's get let's get in from Joe. And by the way, while we're switching over there to Joe, uh, Kathleen Music Lover says we love you too, Hank. I love you too, Kathleen Music Lover, and everyone out there. I, I, I spread love to all the people in the world. <laughs> if you stop spreading your love my way. <laughs> to you especially, Richard. To you especially. And to you, Joe. <laughs> to all the people out there. All the folks out there. Joe, what do you have anything? So let's let, because obviously um, this is a question Richard has been waiting to answer. He's got, yeah. he's got lots of For shots sure. to take on this I, one. I got lots. I think the Colt Woodsman was a brilliant idea. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have one. Uh, I've mm-hmm. shot a couple. Uh, the most memorable one I shot was I had to shoot 22 Plinksters, Colt Woodsman. And man, that is, that, that is an awesome, awesome handgun. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the top of my list was going to be the STG 44, um, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, we came close to getting these, similar- right? We, like, or are we still close or is that a dead story now that we're going to get these? I, I, I don't know what Hill and Mac are up to right now. I know I saw them and I ran into them. It was either two or three years ago and they had a, they had a good working, uh, prototype model, mm-hmm. um, that was functioning very well. And then, um, they just kind of dropped off my radar. I'm not sure exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. I, they, they're up in Michigan. I want to say they're not, I don't think they're terribly far from me. Yeah. Um, but I think but they're just having kind some of, kind of issues. dropped off my radar and yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, there's a lot um, of guys. I know Walter's waiting on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Since, Go ahead. since we're talking kind of the subgun guy, um, other things that are just cool that would that that are just I would love to have some originals of you know and get rid of the uh, freaking uh, at, at a minimum get rid of the Reagan ban. Um, <clears throat> okay, th- you guys are going like some laws now. You guys are going deep. Yeah. <laughs> things like the PPSH 41 uh, Sten. Um, you know, those are just really cool guns. Um, there's so much history with a lot of that stuff that's Mm -hmm. out there. Um, being, being able to just get guns in their original configuration with their original barrel lengths, original stocks, or, you know, whatever the case may be on them. Um, you know, those are, man, that's, that's the stuff that I, that I really like. I mean, I love a lot of this modern stuff. Here's something I would like to see get brought back that'll work. And I have no idea what's going on now that, uh, now that, now that Rep Freedom Group Remington whatever has shut down, uh, like Bushmaster for example, mm-hmm. um, you know an actual uh, good model of the uh, the Bushmaster ACR. So I have an ACR that's a few mm. years old um, that's been nothing but wonderful. Um, at at the same time, the from about last year there were some reports that at least some of the uh, ACR pistols that were out were having some issues. So I would love to see an ACR, you know. Uh, you know, Magpul Masada, whatever, whatever that, that, that fits the bill has all the different caliber changes. It should, um, that's something that I think just kept falling through the cracks. And part of it was Bushmaster kept getting reacquired. They kept getting their factory moved, uh, stuff like that. But now I don't know that, that, that's something that really depresses me because the ACR is such a cool weapon. And in my opinion, the potential is there. And at least the ones that are made were made properly, uh, superior to the scar, uh, by far. Um, in my opinion, um, you know, at least the, you know, you know, five, five, six to five, five, six anyway. Um, yeah, by the way, Joe Walter is inviting you to come down to Florida for some PPSH action. He's got a really nice, yeah, yeah. I see that. I've, I've, I've seen him out on the Hacienda with your, some of your videos. Yeah, uh, yeah. I am. I, I a hundred percent, I'm going to take you up on that uh, okay. the next time I can okay. get down. <laughs> yeah, that's no, what I was thinking. I'll, huh? 
Let me know because I'll bring out the uh, STG and Uzis and whatever the hell else I got sitting yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should probably make plans to do something at like Aries. You know, yeah. do a nice little yeah. thing at Aries or something like that, so some other people can at least come hang out and you know see stuff. Right. Maybe maybe we do something for like a charity or something like that. Maybe to you know we try to get toys for the kids or something like that. You know. Um, and do, money, put, for put an <laughs> money for BWE. Money, okay. <laughs> it's a really good charity. <laughs> if that's what it takes, if that's what it takes. <laughs> um, so let me. I'm just gonna go into this because you know, um, you know what I'm gonna say, right? Boom. EM2. EM2 rifles. What we need in America, people. I need to be able to put one of these in my collection. <laughs> So basically, I'm just going to be all the bullpups that never came to America or that I missed out on a chance of buying. This is what we need. This is what we need in the world right now. Okay? Bullpups. All right? Maybe some companies out there who want to do something different, think outside of the box. Maybe you make some of these. The EM2, come on. Someone could clone that, right? There has to be. Okay, no one's saying anything. so. No one's talking here. Maybe. Okay, Joe, I know at least you're into bullpups. I can't be, you know, it's not just me I love, here. I love I I love bullpups. Yeah, don't grab the anything. Video, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to grab it, but the lighting here is off. But, oh, okay, you know, on, there's see. my... Uh, yeah, there's, PS90. There, there's one of my favorite bullpups, the PS90 up there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, I, and, and I've got Tavors and, you know... I. I love bullpups. Um, I would have an AUG. I really want one, but the mm. the opportunity to pick one up reasonably priced just is is every yeah. every time I'm about to it slips slips my grasp and yeah. I wind up getting something else. Yeah, you got to do it um, when you. I actually bought an AUG over. I think I bought an AUG more than a year ago. Really nice AUG, mm-hmm. man. I've never even fired it. It's been so busy. It's been so crazy. But I always wanted one, so I yeah. got one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. And it's yeah, sitting they, there. I'm like, this is this is a travesty. But <laughs> you should give it to Joe, and then he can shoot it. Oh, uh, I will, exactly. I will happily lend it to Joe. <laughs> no, give it to. Him. No, 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 no. I, I'm not giving I, up my bullpups. I like where Richard's mind's at. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, the, I'm not giving up the bullpups, man. That's just not <laughs> happening. You I'm know. more than happy to give away your guns. Oh, I bet you are. I bet you are. <laughs> I tell you. Absolutely. I appreciate I'll just hand them out like candy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Night Train says I should relocate to Israel. Uh, I'll be in bullpup heaven. Um, do, well, I have. I mean, I've got the Tavor. I've got an X95. You know, I even have an AK74 bullpup, man, from Century Arms. People are always trying to get that, that, uh, that from me. So, mm-hmm. no, I just need an EM2, damn it. Walter, Safety Harbor Firearms should make these. Okay? Walter, I know you're listening. Don't even try to act like you're not listening. You need to start making these guns. Okay? The people are demanding it, and me that's me and Joe. Right, Joe? You, mm-hmm. you would buy one. Right? Okay, he's not actually... He's nodding his head, but... <laughs> yes, probably. More yeah. than likely. Yeah, look, I seriously Atom- consider it. Okay, Atomic Bulls is, is says, "Damn, that would be cool." There you go. Uh, but you know, I, I I like that suggestion of True Dragonoff. That would be that would be nice. Dra- oh, that's what. Okay, that's what. Uh, a True Dragonoff. Okay. 
Yeah, what other guns are we like that we could... Well, you know what? The AA-12 was cool, but apparently you can't have those in America. Yeah. Yeah, you're not allowed to have those anymore. <laughs> Speak, speaking yeah, of bullpups, we did you ever get a chance... I can't remember. Did you ever get a chance when we were talking last? Um, mm-hmm. I think I had the uh, uh, the TS-12 shotgun, the the, uh, uh, the IWI bullpup 12-gauge shotgun. Do you get a chance to check one of those out and shoot one? No, I've checked remember. them out. I've never had a chance to shoot one. No, I need to. I would love to get my hands on one of those, and uh, I really like to see. I have, you know, I've handled it and everything. Seems really cool, but um, I was never able to get my hands on one. And it's not so easy to communicate with, for me at least, with whoever's doing that kind of stuff on the IWI side. So at this point, I'm either looking to buy one or borrow one from someone. Um, you know, and Walter wants to know what he's making. You're making an EM2, Walter. Look it up. There you go. And uh, Yule Adam says the only bullpup is the GM6 Lynx. Okay, wait a second. I'm going to have to refresh my memory on this GM6. Is that on, is that on another name? Is that the Australian bullpup the, uh, named at Atrax? Is that the, what the GM6 was before? Trying to remember. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Um, and A-Trax went out in the 70s. A-Trax. It has been out. A-Trax. <laughs> oh, that's, the, I think, okay. That's the 50. Is that the 50? Is that the bullpup that was a 50? What's, what was, there was a guy in Australia that was making a 50 BMG bullpup. Um, I'm trying to remember the guy's name. Not 50, 50 BMG bullpup. That sounds cool. That's list. That list starting price on that is fourteen nine ninety nine. Okay, fourteen. Oh, you, you get a special. Cents? You get a special. <laughs> yeah, you get a special pre order discount though thirty thirty five percent off, which makes it uh, nine thousand five hundred and fifty four dollars. And that's without the deployment. That's without the fifteen hundred dollar deployment backpack or magazines, which run uh, three hundred seventy five dollars each. You, you can get it. You can get it. You can get them down to three fifty a pop if you buy uh, if you buy two at the, at one time. Though <laughs> that's um, <laughs> yeah, no. That's Walter, you need to make a bullpup. Let's put it that it. way. Hard no. Yeah. yeah, hard no. Anybody charging three hundred fifty dollars for a freaking magazine go fly a kite. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I think I met a guy. Me. I'm trying to remember the name of the guy. I don't know if I have his name in my phone. I met a, an Australian guy that was working on a 50 bullpup, but I can't remember. And I probably didn't save his name in my phone with 50 bullpup. Let me see. I'm gonna, I'll search that. See if no. There was a guy that I met, and his name was like Chris Christensen or something like that, or John John something. I just remember he had like this weird name that was first names, and he had two of them, and they were the same exact name. And I was like, this is a little bit. This is like the Twilight Zone. But he said that he w- he was from Australia and he was working on a 50 BMG bullpup gun. Um, man, someone out there has to know who I'm talking about. So let me know. Let me know. Uh, John Voorhees says they need to make an AK uh, make it an AK bullpup. Yeah, I already have an AK bullpup. Century Arms did that for a little while. I guess that was technically a kit, but Century Arms was putting it all together. Do you remember that one, Richard? What's that? When Century Arms had the AK bullpup? No, I 
I tend not to look at Century Arms stuff. <laughs> you got okay. a 50-50 shot if it works or not. Yeah. Uh, and I just got more okay. important things to do with than messing with them. Yeah. Um, let's see. Be, uh, Richard Maunder says that he sent you an email, so check that out. And American Freedom Outdoors wants to know if I have a Tavor 7 new. Um... There's been a bunch of bullpups that have come out that I have not gotten lately. So, um, the last one I got was the high standard, which Richard was, was talking to me about here before. I got a high standard Model B. Uh, that's basically it. Uh, hmm? I was going to say, how do you like that? Haven't shot it yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> just haven't gotten around to it. There's been so many... Other things I need to do like a big bullpup video. So you, you know, need to stop buying guns club. if you're not going to shoot them. Oh, I'm going to shoot them. I'm going to shoot them. It's, yeah. it's, you know, it's, uh-huh. just take, it's just taking a little bit of time. I've heard that before too. <laughs> this whole coronavirus thing hit, and there's been a whole bunch of other stuff going on. You know, but I have. All <laughs> well, you got to do is walk out the back door. <laughs> yeah, but there's so many other things that keep coming in that I have to do this thing, then I have to do this thing, then I have to do this thing. So. There's always stuff coming in, but yeah, I need to get out there and uh, and get into it. Okay, you guys want to see something really cool here? Have you ever heard of Target Factory? You guys ever heard of Target Factory? I believe so. You believe so? Um, I, I, I don't think I have, no. Yeah, so they make these. Let me see. I'm going to try to pull up Target Factory here. On uh, They make, so have you ever seen like the, the hard plastic bottles? That you can you can string them up like uh, different things and shoot at them, you mm-hmm. know, and they're almost uh, pretty much indestructible. So that's Target Factory. Let me see. I'm gonna pull their website up here and show you guys um, their stuff. The website's taking a little bit. Okay, here we go. So here's their website. If you um, if you look at Target Factory, I've shot like they've got this sawhorse kind of thing here. That's what this one is. That I've had one of these on the, uh, let's see if we can make this a little bit uh, bigger. Okay, that's too big. Um, But but basically here, let me see if I could just skip along in this. So you see these, I've got, people have seen me shooting these kinds of things on the Hacienda, right? So that's uh, Target Factory. And then here in this video, they've got these things called the Flipper Spin Targets that you also hang up and you shoot at them and they spin around and all that kind of good stuff. So what what they did recently was they sent these to me. So I've got them here. I forgot to, sh- I forgot to take them out. Just uh, wait a second while I whip this out. That's a, that's a line. You guys probably don't even know where that line comes from. I don't want to see you whip it out. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> they sent these to me, and so I'm going to put these on the range. And basically, you hang these up, and when you shoot them, they spin around, and they do all kinds of stuff. makes it fun. So we're going hmm. uh, to link these up. They also have bottles. They have, roll, um, uh, what is it, like bowling pins and lots of other cool stuff that you could shoot at. And this stuff is pretty indestructible. We shoot these with all kinds of uh, different rounds, and they're just, you know, they're really solid. So uh, Target Factories, where you, where you guys will get this. You're getting, like, a little bit of a preview right now because um, I just got these, so I've got to, like, actually get them together and make a video. So you just reminded me of that when you, when you were asking about, you know. Now, those are a lot harder than my balls, just 
like in case anyone is curious Hey-o. you know uh <laughs> but i mean i'm talking about the bag the bag of, like these are for play your bag of balls yeah this is now he's talking about his damn sack yeah this is, this is nobody cares Hank. this is for this is for like a you know these are the this is what you see in the bouncy houses or whatever or you go to the McDonald's, you know, that nasty playground that you should never let your kid go into ever, especially I'm, not with the coronavirus going around. <laughs> I'm assuming those are going to be now closed post-COVID-19 indefinitely. <laughs> I'm telling you, burn it down. Burn it down. <laughs> I remember those. I remember those things as a kid. Those things were so fun. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I just have a memory of being like five or six years old and I didn't think it was a Chuck E. Cheese. What were those, what were those other things with the big bear? Uh, the remember bear. the bear showbiz showbiz something like showbiz oh okay oh okay I don't it's like know a chuck that. e cheese but instead of the the big rat it had uh it had a bear showbiz i think hmm. was the bear's name or maybe that was the name of the place okay i don't remember if anybody knows what i'm talking about put it in the comments yeah. so i don't, sound I don't like think i nut, ever saw that yeah. it was something like that it was in florida it was in jacksonville florida oh really so, Okay. I know they had one there. Walter yeah. should and know this. I think this they one. lost the big entertainment, uh, the big entertainment battle between them and Chuck E. Cheese. They lost. Oh. And the rat won. Okay. So. Was it the Good News Bears, like in the movie? Or? No, I don't okay. think they were associated with anything like on TV or movie-wise. I think it was just. I want to say it was called Showbiz or something like that. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. Showbiz Pizza. Yes. 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 Showbiz, showbiz pizza. pizza. Okay. Someone actually yep. knows about this. Yep, Mike. Yes, thank you, sir. I'm not crazy. Len Holt dropped it too. Yes, mm-hmm. was in Mike North S. Carolina. Adams. Yes, I'm not crazy. All right, good. All right, sorry. Yeah, Just Mike S. Also was saying, kid. It. "Was there a big scary bear?" You know, I yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm telling you, the Rona's got me stir crazy yeah. here. I don't know what's going on. Um, Yule Adams is saying it's how you build the immune system. You know what? This is we used to let your kids play in the dirt, so they build up that immunity system. Yep. You yeah. Know? What happened to that? I guess exactly. we don't do that anymore. Video let, game. Uh, let, 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 me know, was, let me know how those. Huh? Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say let me let me know how those uh, how those uh, target things turn out. Those are uh, those are interesting. I'm always looking for something to keep. I can't tell you how many times I'm out there shooting and I'm just putting rounds through a gun. I've done my accuracy testing. I've done everything else, and I want to shoot at closer range but i don't want to continue to dump all this steel case or not not necessarily just steel case but all this high velocity ammo into Mm -hmm. my steel targets one after another after another especially if i'm shooting suppressed and you know and and that loud ping is ringing out everywhere i have to wear hearing protection just to shoot the steel sometimes you know how it goes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um especially you know if you're shooting tons like supersonic nine millimeter um, even subsonic nine millimeter, you don't ring your ears eventually, you know, shooting it, even mm-hmm. if you're, you know, 15, 20 yards away. So mm-hmm. it would be, it would, it would be nice to, to, to know something else is actually going to sit out there, stand up. It's not going to leave my range littered with crap. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I like. It's just fun too. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's just fun to flip it up and uh, do something different, different. So, um, let's see here. Okay. We've got a couple of minutes. What should we go to here? Um, let me see if I've got any more stories. Here's a New York story in honor of my uh, people that were in the chat here not too long ago from New York. Um, invaders with gold gun blade swipe 15K in Brooklyn armed robbery. So there you go. Gold gun. So a Brooklyn man oh, answered a knock on his door only to have a duo armed with a gold colored gun. 
and a razor blade push their way inside and slash him before stealing jewels and fifteen thousand dollars in cash. Okay, you 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 keep fifteen thousand dollars in the house. That's pretty badass. You should have some guns in there. <laughs> yeah, just some guns to protect that. Yeah. Was it a man with a golden gun? I don't know. Man, uh, the gun. home invasion. It looks like the woman had it. The home invasion happened around two a.m. Wednesday on Stillwell Avenue in Coney Island. Oh, Coney Island. Once inside, the male robber slashed the victim with a large razor on his left hand, while a female home invader flashed a gold-colored gun and demanded cash. Police sources say, I think that's like a thing to do now, like paint your gun gold. Um, the pair of huh. thieves then snatched $15,000 in cash from a bedroom drawer and an unknown amount of jewelry before, jewelry before taking off. Um, and then the victim, who wasn't identified, was taken to NYU Langone Hospital and treated for a cut on his hand. Um, you know Where he ultimately died of COVID. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Or he got arrested <laughs> for being a drug dealer and having $15,000. In cash right. in a drawer, and then died of COVID. <laughs> yeah. And then died. Of COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's rough. There's um, a there's I a don't, I, man. All right, for, first of all, having fifteen thousand dollars in cash in your house, that's a good problem to have. Right, but um, put it in a safe. Like spend. How about this? Yeah, I don't, spend about so, a couple so, hundred bucks. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel comfortable with fifteen thousand dollars in cash yeah. in the house. That's just not. In the bank. Because you can't insure that. You can't insure that in like in like the you know, I, I looked very deeply because I own I own a couple of guns. And mm-hmm. I looked very deeply at my uh you know, most of them were lost in that tragic boating accident of twenty nineteen, right, right. but you know, we don't talk about that. Yeah. Um <clears throat> you know, it, 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 coincidentally it was the seventh year in a row there was a tragic boating right. accident. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. seriously thinking this yeah, maybe if I have another Stop accident. Stop going on the water this maybe my last year boating. <laughs> yeah. So. I think this year it's gonna be a COVID accident. Yeah, it could be. They're going to die be. of COVID. Yeah, my guns COVID. died of COVID in 2020. <laughs> so, so for those for those of you who don't know, this, this actually could be a good learning experience, um, especially if you own a decent amount of firearms or the value of them's high. Go through your home insurance policy, whatever whatever insurance policy you have. If you don't have a separate writer for your firearms, and take a look at it, and most insurance policies cap the amount of uh, cap the amount of money. Uh, that they'll pay you for stolen firearms or lost firearms, be it fire stolen, whatever whatever the loss is, there's a cap for it. Um, and e- every insurance company, every policy is different. So look at that and then look into if you don't getting supplemental coverage. Sometimes it's better to go with your insurance company, get it as a writer. Sometimes it's better to go through a separate insurance company and get it somewhere else. Um, but, you know, it, it's important to make sure you have coverage in the event of – you know, probably, you know, you're not going to have all your guns stolen more than likely. But, you know, if your house burns down or something, you have a decent collection. It's definitely something worth looking into. So, I don't know. There, there's my PSA tip of the day. There's yeah. me giving back to the community. Right, right. Absolutely. I'm sure this dude at Coney Island uh, would appreciate that next time around when he's got fit. I mean, dude, you can, you can, you know, I think you can take up to $9,999 and put it in the bank and they won't report you. I don't know if they changed that number, right? I, I don't so know either. Two but, different but, banks. Yeah, but 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 now they have uh, what is it? Structuring laws to where if you if you deposit you know X on this day and then X you know even if it's thirty one days later, then the mm-hmm. combined amount now equals ten thousand. Basically, if you're putting any any decent amount of cash in the bank, you're going to wind up getting reported in one way or another. It's just it's such it's such a draconian 
uh, a law and system meant more to control the people at this point than it is any any alleged drug dealers. Uh, yeah. You know, it, as 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 we all know from all these major cartels and all these other all these huge conglomerates doing business in the U.S., they all have all they all have ways to launder their money, and, mm-hmm. and it's 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 not it's not the uh, you know uh, uh, you know not Hugo Chavez, the dictator, but who, El Chapo, that guy. It's not like El Chapo's going down to your local, you know, Bank of America, <laughs> you know, throwing up duffel bags full of money yeah, on the counter, I mean, right? Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it, it, that's as ridiculous as the assertion is that we're going to need, uh, they're, they're trying, like here in Indiana, they're trying to pass a law where we need a uh, prescription now to buy a pseudoephedrine over the counter. Mm-hmm. Um, they already have it, so you can only buy basically a month's supply at a time and you have to have your driver's license recorded, which most of the time it means scanned into their actual state database. That's not enough. Now we got to go get a prescription for it. And while I might, while I may be digressing on this, if you actually suffer from, uh, severe congestion, nothing works as well as pseudoephedrine. Mm-hmm. There, there's there's no other there's no yeah. other uh, de- over the counter decongestant. Yeah. But works meth well. or whatever and is totally messed that up, right? Is it what yeah, is that used it, for? Is it used for meth or something? Allegedly, there's a well, not allegedly. You can uh, mm-hmm. there, there's a way that it, that that you can can cook it, so to speak, and actually make meth out of it. But it's it's not a very it's a very ineffective way to do it. And you may have your really death, desperate meth head, you know, preparing some, you know, on a hot plate somewhere or something like that. But all these larger cartels and these organizations, they're not using over the counter pills to, to, to make their methamphetamines. They're just not doing it. It's, this is, you know, it's, a, it's, it's the same idiotic idea politicians have about cop killer bullets. You know, they've seen one too many Hollywood movies and, 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 and they're trying to, pass laws onto onto law abiding people who, who have no ill intent at all. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, based, based upon what they saw in a movie and it, it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I get riled, I get, yeah. I get, I get riled up over that because up until about four or five years ago, I never, I never, uh, I never got those types of congestion things and living up here, uh, the longer I've lived up here, when we have the seasonal changes up here, when you've got front lines that are constantly, if, if you look at a map where I live, basically the front line is always bouncing north and south. Basically, it's right over mm-hmm. my house. And it's always going north and south. Yeah. And in the spring and in the fall, I get insane amounts of, uh, of, of just pressure build up in my head. Uh, the only thing that's going to get, and the only thing that's going to get that, that, uh, that's gonna, that works probably for me is just those tiny little red pills, um, the pseudoephedrine pills. And, you know, there's no, if you're just taking them like that, there's zero, the beautiful thing about it is there's zero side effects. When you take that, when you take them for decongestion, it's not like those other uh, synthetics that they have in other alternatives. There's zero side effects. You don't get drowsy. You don't get sleepy. It doesn't wake you up. It doesn't, it just, it just opens you and it's, and it's amazing relief. And it happens within like five to 10 minutes of taking it, depending on how much food you have in your stomach, five to 10 minutes. It's like, it's amazing. It's awesome. Uh, and there's nothing, in my opinion, that works as well. And I know there's plenty of people who say, "Oh, well, you have this and that." It's like, if you really suffer from these, not as good. It's it's not even close. Chemical and the beautiful science. thing is, there's there's no there's no there's no. I don't feel any side effects from it. I don't get sleepy. I don't get tired. I don't get awake. It just it just opens me up. Hmm. Interesting. So, I don't know. H- Again, Hector, Hector Lopez says no. I understand. Hector Lopez says, um, "What happened to boiling orange peels and inhaling it?" You ever tried that one? I have, I have no idea. I've never done that. Yeah, I've never tried that. Yeah, you're gonna have to. I keep this thinking is, about that. 
This is a video. <laughs> You're gonna have to do this one and try it and see what uh, what comes out of that. Um, yeah, you know it's it's unfortunate, man. Things have gotten messed up by that, but you know that's how the uh, that's how the world works here. So uh, what was there was another comment I wanted to get to here. Offer Arm says I would have 15k in cash too if I lived in New York because I wouldn't have any of the guns I have now in Arizona. So there you go. <laughs> If you have 15K in New York, by the way, here's, here's my top tip to you for this episode. Take your 15K, get the hell out of New York City. Okay? Before you get jacked by uh, a dude with a razor blade and a chick with a golden gun. <laughs> get out <laughs> of New York City. They couldn't even get that, get it right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, listen, we hit 9 o'clock. This kind of, it happened kind of fast here. We were having... Uh, actually, mm -hmm. what I think is a pretty good conversation. Um, let's do this. Let's uh, tell the folks out here how they can uh, keep up with you guys. We'll start with uh, Richard of BWE. How can the folks out there keep up with you, Richard? Where are you posting stuff? Uh, you can go to BWEfirearms.com, uh, buy lots of products. I need money, so buy lots of stuff. Uh, <laughs> right on. <laughs> You can go to, I'm on uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, what are the, YouTube. It's all whatever variation they made me use of mm -hmm. BWE firearms. Um, if you just put in BWE firearms, I'll come up. Okay. You'll see my ugly puss there, so. Uh, you're a handsome uh, man. You're a handsome man. Okay. Especially in the, in the COVID apocalypse, you know. You, Hank, I don't be around you anymore <laughs> keep talking about your sack and how handsome i am i mean i appreciate All it right. but i just don't go that way i'm trying to end on a positive note i'm trying to end on a positive exactly. upbeat upbeat note after we made people miserable for like an hour and a half <laughs> yeah we got to end on an upbeat okay joe you're gonna have to take it home here man uh, how can All the right, folks we'll keep up home. with you what you have going on uh, you know, usually we're really upbeat when we have these conversations. I think we had a really good, lively conversation tonight. But yeah, yeah, this, this, this was a departure from the norm normally when I'm on. But, mm -hmm. you know, it was good. Honestly, for me, it was good to vent. Yeah. I haven't really vented to anyone in a while. So, yeah, I figured. So yeah. I, I really enjoyed yeah. it. I feel the yeah. same. I really way. enjoyed yeah. it. And and I enjoyed the, the, the comments uh, as well there. John, I responded to you, uh, your comment there. Um, it's just Joe at... 13seekunderviews.com if you want to get a hold of me mm -hmm. um, or anybody else. Uh, we're on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash gun reviews. Um, on Instagram, we're at 13seekunderviews. Um, we don't do a whole lot on Twitter, but we do we do a little bit there, so we're 13seekunderviews. Uh, YouTube, of course, um, you know, for as long as they'll let us. Um, uh, you know, full 30, uh, gun streamer. Uh, 13seekunderviews.com is a good place to find all the links to get around. Uh, our Patreon's still up and going. Uh, if you're interested in that, uh, we uh, we still do our uh, we've got our channel shirts. You can find a link to those uh, as well. There, um, if you use the code seventy six thirteen C, you'll get fifteen percent off. Uh, not just this, but everything on that site uh, cool. for the shirts. This is one of them. We have the other regular channel shirt logo uh, as well. Um, and then, of course, we've got all our various swag. If you're interested in picking up patches, if you're looking for some fight soap, we still have. I found another box down. In the oh basement. wow! <laughs> they're they're out of business, but I did find it. But I did find one you more still box. Have fight soap? Uh, Damn. Down, I, I did. So, well, you know, initially I set aside a total of a hundred bars for myself. 
Okay. Um, so there's fit, fit, so I think I got like these are collectors. Stars for or, myself. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, these are collectors. They, 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 they are, but I I still use I still use them. That's my daily go to for the shower. I don't know what's gonna happen when I run out of them, but I, <laughs> I I've got those set aside still that I'm using. But I found another box of like I think there's like 25 of each in there. So uh, they're pretty cool soaps. If you were into fight soap, there are custom uh, designs. Just rebrand uh, them uh, into 13 C soaps, man. That's what I would do. I I I, I should I should take take away the fight soap things. Yeah. <laughs> there were some people who got burned by that including me I, I, I was one of the people who got yeah. burned uh, yeah. in, in, in that transition but at least yeah. they do have, still have some soap left so there's that but uh, hopefully that guy's doing well and, and things worked out with him and his situation where it just deteriorated but whatever that is so um, yeah like share subscribe you know be my content Hank's content uh, that's the best way in this in this era of social media shadow banning mm -hmm. uh to, to, to help us out you know share anything you can uh, sign up for hank's newsletter if you're interested in signing up for my newsletter uh 13cgunreviews.com you'll see it on the side there sign up uh for that as well and i don't know that probably covers it check out the new video that just dropped here on that uh, liberty constitution we'll have the zion 15 up soon uh and we've got uh other stuff as well blackhawk t-series uh holster is going to be coming up. Um, we're finally going to do a video on the uh, on the Streamlight TLR One uh, HL just because um, we, we've done other videos on other lights and people are like, Whoa, well, it's coming. Um, you know, it's one of those things where you know it's one of those things where you know it's a staple, right? It's it's like me going back and doing a review on you know like a Aimpoint T1 right now, right? I mean, it's it's it is what it is. I mean, it's a good standard bearing light that 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 that's tried and true, but I'll have to find some way to make it new and fresh uh, so that people actually want to watch it. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. You take something that's old and uh, – or not old, but, you know, at least isn't fresh and I don't know. But, but Make a video how to adapt your uh, stream light to a UV light to save you from the COVID-19. From, from the COVID. <laughs> I like it. That's the way to do it. All right. Listen. Okay. I want to wrap it up. I want to thank everyone here hanging out with us in the chat for being here. Shout out to my, to my peeps who are out there. Uh, good to hear from them. Uh, shout out. You know, I, I love all the people that are out there. So I really appreciate you guys. Of course, I appreciate Joe from 13C Gun Reviews. You guys need to go support Joe as well as Richard of BWE Firearms. Go support him on all the different platforms that he's on. These are great guys. Thanks to Walther for sponsoring the show. Uh, let me drop the end on it here. Um, by the way, guys, go to HankStrange.com. Sign up for the email list. Uh, you can find, we're going to put this up on audio. It's going to be on iTunes and other places. And of course, make sure you subscribe. Uh, leave comments and ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. Final words. Who's got the final words here? No one? No one's got the final words? Have, a, have a great Hi. night. Stay safe. Don't <laughs> panic. Absolutely. Do not panic. Yeah. Yes. We'll get and through no all matter, things. No matter, no matter what the government throws at us, the American people have always been able to overcome it, and it's going to be no different this time. We will succeed despite the best efforts of government to hold us down. Amen. Yes, Can't will. say it better. Amen. We're out of here. Peace.